everybody. So, uh, you know, Sam got him a bad case of Nurgle's rot, and uh, he won't be able to make it. So session was canceled. Uh, I'm here with my boys, Josh. Hello, I am exasperated now. He's very exasperated. It's okay, bud. And Matt. Hi, I'm here and no longer a lady. It's going to make no sense <laughs> to anyone. No, 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 it's not. It's not going to be any content. Literally, nobody will hear that. Just for the audience at home, we, uh, this is our second this attempt at recording. And uh, that was I, I was a lady in the last one. Fuck me. Uh, okay, well, we lost behind uh, the DM screen, TM. Yeah. Uh, we had fuck. a massive fuck up in our audio on the first recording, so this is take two. By massive uh, fuck up, we mean there was no audio being recorded. Yeah, for the master or for Josh. So we're an hour into our usual record time with nothing to show for it. Uh, oh my god! No one is seething with rage. It's fine. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, I feel like the only way. How do we even get back into the mood? <laughs> I, you know, I don't, okay. So, uh, fucking Christ! Fuck me! All right, so. As of today, as of time of recording, it is uh, August twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, and the topics discussed uh, came out about a week ago. About so a week ago. be aware August, that anything we say, August eighteenth, uh, August eighteenth, will be heavily dated. And if things change, fucking sick. If they don't, LMAO, Lamau. Um, so just. Uh, Keep it breezy on the critiques until the critiques for our critiques have been critiqued. Cool, cool. We're uh, talking no, about specifically. the one D and D playtest. You motherfucker! I'm the host. Lund. Well, because you didn't actually say the name of it. I was gonna. You. Oh. I, I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you forgot. Yeah, 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 All right. Okay. Well, Josh spoiled it. So we're talking about uh, the new edition of D and D. LOL. Uh, <laughs> you did that on purpose. I did do that on purpose, <laughs> correct. Uh, we're talking about the character origins for the Unearthed Arcana 2022 stuff for uh, 1D&D. Nuts! Ha! Got him! No, it doesn't have the same magic. It was strong the second time it just, around. It was lost. It let it, let it be known, movie. because I can't let this one go. For the internet, for the world, Matt had a very good D's Nuts hit against me and it was expertly crafted and i'm very disappointed no one will get to hear it now yeah no, it's lost, lost forever into the warp with sam it makes goes. me very sad screams but it was a good one i need everyone Cold to understand this mauled. yeah right but yeah i, I can't unhear now one dnd's nuts anytime and i'm like no no stop it i mean I, I can't help you with that problem pain yeah. deep in my peco <laughs> as sam would say <laughs> Moving on. Um, hey, uh huh. Uh huh. So, we've all read the PDF, right? Yes, yes sir. Uh, perfect. Uh, 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 so, you know, what? we're gonna use the. Uh, I feel like this is the simplest way to do this. We're gonna use our our uh, class handbook. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our class <laughs> class sorry, handbook. Sorry, Josh. Class core book. Yeah, handbook. Uh, yo, it, that, handbook. That name, it's not oh, that hard. <laughs> Oh fuck! It was handbook. I had it right the first time. Jeez! Fucking god! Uh, we're going to be using our class handbook rankings of one to five. No half C's, unfortunately. No half C's. Uh, so, one to five, boys. What y'all think? As I said before, it was lost to time. It is a solid <laughs> five for me. 
there are a couple of things that I'm uh, iffy on and a couple of things that may or may not end up being good depending on how we depending on what the newer rules look like down the road uh, there are some there are some things they're trying out that d- could end up working but as of right now look a little funky on their own I, as much as I want to go into the rant I went into, I not for now. No, that was eight whole minutes of rant. That that, that was some I good know. padding right there too. I know. Uh, so I, we got. I mean, I can TLDR it a little bit if you want. Uh, eh, sure. The magic will be lost, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, I was talking about how they're 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 calling it one D and D because Matt made a point of like, Oh, I'm surprised they didn't do the thing that I have mentioned before where they just call it D and D. And basically I was saying, well, if they just call it D and D, it'll get crazy confusing. Just like how video games have been doing recently where they call it just doom or God of war or just tomb Raider. When they're doing the new reboot version, they're calling it one D and D because like the Xbox one, it is supposed to be the one game you will need the one version of D and D you will ever need. Much like the Xbox One was supposed to be the only piece of hardware, the one thing you need. Uh, and this whole hoopla, hippity ha about there's never going to be another edition, they're dropping editions, they can say that all they goddamn well please, but eventually they will crack. It's impossible not to have new editions or new versions or sequels or whatever have you. It just, unless, un- unless, caveat, unless you just stop making content, then of course. Then, then you could have the version forever. Yeah. yeah, like you were saying with the Xbox and everything too. Yeah, yeah. The Xbox One didn't work out either. You know, yeah. and yeah. probably a lot of people are going to end up calling this like 5e revised or 5.5 and shit. People are probably just going to ignore any of the marketing bullshit because just like with Doom and Tomb Raider, nobody just calls it Doom. Everyone calls it Doom 2014. Everyone calls it Tomb Raider 2013, God of War 4. Nobody calls it just God of War. So let's not forget the best one. Hmm? Sonic 06. Come on, guys. Sonic 06. Yeah, that was before it was trendy. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good point. I forgot that that game was supposed to be like a fucking reboot thingamajiggy, too. Yeah. You guys wish movies would would like go back to adding in like, you know, four or five, like the numbers or do you not? Yes, yeah. okay. I fucking hate this okay. bullshit of pretending like sequels don't exist anymore. I hate it. It's mm-hmm. fucking infuriating. I hate... You know how many times I fucking... I guess we're doing a new rant. I... I love... Okay, audience at large, fucking love Spider-Man. I'm a big MCU guy. Been keeping up since Iron Man 1, pretty much. I get so... And I still constantly forget which Tom Holland Spider-Man is one, which one is two, and which one is three. The amount of times I have flipped Far From Home and No Way Home, I I constantly get confused. Why are they not just one, two, and three? I hate this bullshit. I hate this bullshit. Thor did it. Fucking, uh, who, what was the, what was the other MC? Oh, Doctor Strange did it. Put the numbers back. Put the numbers I back, mean, you okay, motherfucker. Right. I think all the Marvel fair, movies do this, fair, Not honestly. all of them. Guardians, the, Guardians puts the numbers. The Thor oh, ones were Guardians, easier oh, yeah. because unlike Spider-Man, they didn't all have the same fucking word in them. Well, okay. Oh my sure. god, yeah. Okay, but that does help. Sure, <laughs> sure. But they still pretended like there's no numbers. They call it Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder, not, not Thor 3 and 4. 
You know? Hey, guess which? <laughs> guess what movie did have a number? Thor two. I can't wait. That's not a good example. Thor two Dark World. The oh worst shit! One. Yeah, mm. Thor two Dark World. Also, Sad. the Iron Man movies had numbers because they still use the numbers in the beginning. They didn't drop right. them. I don't know why the MCU decided to do this bullshit. I don't know why movies in general have decided to do this bullshit. I fucking hate it. Just put the number up. The only time I will accept the whole, like, we're not going to put the sequel number thing on is if it's like a James Bond situation where they aren't really sequels to each other. They're just movies about the same guy in the same setting, right? Like, you don't need to see James Bond 8 to understand James Bond 10, right? Like, they're all just kind of their own stories. In that, or Mission Impossible, in that scenario, you could take away the numbers. Everything else, though, put the fucking numbers on the end of the fucking pref... Or, sorry, at the end of the fucking suffix, you goddamn psychopaths. I hate that shit. I hate that video games do it, too, by the way. When Doom did it, I got mad. When Tomb Raider did it, I got mad. When God of War did it, I got mad. <laughs> I cannot wait till Morbius 2 comes out and they actually call it Morbius 2. It's Morbin time. If they do that, I will actually go see it in the I, That'd be amazing. Yeah. I, actually, I, mean, I watched that film. It's not... It is so... Sad. It is not as bad as everyone said it is, but it is so a movie that like <laughs> it's not as bad as I don't believe you. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a passable movie. Like it it is literally the the epitome of turn your fucking brain off and pretend it doesn't exist. I see. Like pretend the world doesn't exist out on the outside. You're just watching pretty colors because the effects are fucking sick. I mean, yeah. What? the other thing what other game recently wait 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 hold on okay Matt, what the fuck was your rank oh, hold yeah, on yeah. go ahead go <laughs> ahead oh yeah this is one of those things i could bitch about forever so yeah go yeah ahead. right that's all right we're gonna do a separate uh comic book you know podcast we're gonna have a marvel podcast we're gonna have a you know uh, dc comics podcast we're gonna have a D podcast i don't i don't think i can talk about the lantern core that much i'm gonna be real <laughs> i can talk about the lantern core a lot but i don't believe you i think we could do uh we could do a good couple episodes <laughs> i think maybe figure. but like i think not you can figure it out <laughs> Like, I um, could go on forever about how Guy Gardner's actually a lot cooler than everyone says he is, but, like, it's, it's, I don't yeah. know how long I can do it. I don't even know who I that is. I think for me... The, the ginger green lantern with the bowl yeah, cut. The, God, I'm, I'm still sad that John Cena's not gonna be, be him. I kind of wanted it to, but anyways, uh, I, I'm kind of torn between giving the new UA a three or a four. I think I'm probably gonna lean more four, to be honest, just because I do like most of what is in here. Like, kind of like Josh, there's a couple things, you know, eh, I'm not too keen on and a couple of things there's like the the d20 test is the big like annoyance for me but we can oh, get into that, that when we get into I love that, that so well, much. see that's a, that's a, that's one of those things that i was saying before where i was like it it might look a little funky on its own right now but once new stuff comes out it might jive better you know that's what i was saying there's a couple right, of things right. like that yeah but for, for just just on its own right now i'm gonna you know, judge it as is right now, alone and alone. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> not but, happy about that. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get to it. I figured. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to assume Isaiah. We're going to go in this by how the uh, those of those of you who have the PDF looking at it. It starts off with the races, then goes into the backgrounds, then goes into the feats. I wasn't yeah, thinking it, that, but that's a valid idea. That that <laughs> was yeah. That was the way I was planning on doing it. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think that's a perfect segue. Um, segue in these nuts? No, the magic's gone. It's too late. It's done. I know. 
so the first thing uh, I wanted to talk about, boys, was the races because I really like how they did them. Uh, caveats. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, they brought back lifespan. Thank yep. God. And fucking yeah, I like, like that. General sizing, thank God. Mm -hmm. And they they put a little rhyme or reason into the like the sizes you can choose from. Yeah. Yes. Uh we got uh we got like race skills back, which I think are fucking sick. Also, did you notice that not uh so in in Morden Canons they were like, you can be small or medium, like regardless of who you are. Not so anymore. Yes, correct. Dragonborns cannot be small. Gnomes cannot be medium. I think that was like that also in Fizzbands. Fizzbands. Uh, I don't think Dragonborn can be small in, in Fizzbands because well, kobolds yeah, but, exist. But Fizzbands was prior to Mordenkainer's presents. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I think... I, yeah, true, that, true. That, I think the that, thing with that... The smaller, medium, your choice thing was Mordenkainer's presents. So my, I, have, I had a thought about that, uh, mm. which is... Uh, custom lineage mm-hmm. because custom lineage gives you such carte blanche ability to do whatever the fuck you want yes i feel like they they figured that it, it was like a uh, a triple reinforcement of something that maybe didn't need to exist because like oh i want to play a gnome but i want to be a medium gnome it's like okay well then you can just custom lineage it you know yes so it's like you know they, they're doing the thing that i wanted right which is we need uh standards and presets for the base stuff, right? Yes. And then they give you the options to customize after the fact, which yeah, is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just it it almost uh, to, to like the naked eye, it almost seems like more of a jumbled mess than it was before. But if you like think about it for a second, it it it, it does sort of like uh, uh, work itself out. Yeah. Which I, I thank fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Well, the, the, what I'm, what I'm, because it's the, because it, you're right, right? Uh, Morden Kanan's Monsters of the Multiverse said, gnomes can be size medium, and now this new thing, which is directly contradicting Morden Kanan's, and not in like a Eberron Rising of the Last War way, because you know Eberron is like, oh well, that's that's Eberron, and Morden Kanan's supposed to be like, this is everything. This is the new base standard. Um, it's sort of overriding that very quickly, I might add. So yeah. Uh, another thing I like I wanted to bring up about the the race feats specifically is their justifications because that is just fucking golden to me. Uh, and I'm not even being ironic. I'm being super fucking serious. I love that they they made all of the like quote unquote cultural things. For example, uh, the fact that dwarves just know about stonework. They made that like. Uh, like a deific boon, right? Like it's like, oh, the god of the dwarves gifted the dwarves this ability, so it doesn't like it. It sort of becomes transcendent of your culture or where you were raised. You have mm-hmm. this just like innate knowledge that you don't really understand. I yeah, think that's just, so fucking cool, and yeah. that brings the cosmology of things back in. Where in like five e, they very very rarely talk about any of the cosmology when it's really cool. Yeah, a lot you know? of the cosmology has been pretty. Uh... It's there, but it's it's in the background quite a lot. Yeah, and like I said, I think it's it's a perfect middle like middle ground between. Well, this isn't cultural, but this is still something that your your race will give you. 
uh, it just, it works. It works really well, in my opinion. It solves a lot of the problems that I feel like people were having. Uh, whether or not people accept that to be the fact, that's, you know, that's up to them. But I think it does a great job. Uh, yeah, I don't know about, like, solving problems. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's a it's a fun idea. I do like the concept of, like, yeah, it's you sort of weird godly beings because especially because gods in the D&D universe are not like <laughs> being an atheist in the D&D universe is kind of fucking ridiculous because the gods are a known quantity you can measure their existence they are everywhere everyone knows about them they're not like this thing like you know they're not like god in real life where you're like I don't know maybe he exists maybe he doesn't like no everyone knows yeah, like it's, it's, the gods it's a are very a thing. tangible they're very tangible so the idea yeah. that yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Them being tangible also imply, uh, not implies, imparts tangible things onto their children. I guess it like it makes sense. It it, it jives. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a logic there. Um, it also has the the added benefit. So this this is the thing that I brought up previously, right? Where it's like. Uh, people, when people say like, "Oh, you can just put the the kobolds like cower in fear mechanic back in," uh, it's easier to take things out than to put them back in. Because if you like, True. if you take it out and are forced to put it back in, now that the rules have changed, it gets harder. You actually have to do more work to do that. True. Whereas now that it's in the game, you can simply remove it if you don't want it. And like. I, I could see why some people, for example, wouldn't want the stone cunning. No, not the, the forge wise thing. But like, why, I, 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 I couldn't see a reason to not put it on your sheet, right? It, like, it's one of those things thing? where like, I don't want this to come up and this will probably never come up. But if it does come up, but like, I'm oh, sorry, but if it does come up, fucking awesome. I love oh, that oh, oh, they're, they're tool proficiency. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Do we want to, I mean... We don't have to go. Th- I don't, do you want to go through yeah, all there, of them, well, or I guess do you want to like highlight like yeah, yeah, specific is there things? Anything that's because st- a lot of the races. Well, okay, I do want to talk about humans real quick. Yeah, oh, same, yeah I, same. We had to. We had to bring. Them yeah. Up. Yep. So, all right, humans. Resourceful. Yes. Resourceful is fucking so sick. <laughs> it's so fucking and, cool. And it's really, it's really good because it's one of those abilities that. Uh, has a hidden sort of extra ability on top mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, all right, so humans get inspiration when they finish a long rest. The new the rules here for long rest, you lose an inspiration when you finish a long rest. Like, you can't hold on to it. Humans, basically, you know, they have it when they wake up. Because you're guaranteed to have your inspiration when you wake up, if you get a crit, you can bequeath your inspiration to somebody else if you already have it. Yeah, buddy. So this makes humans particularly good at being the sort of support, like, part of the team type character, because it's like, I'm really inspired, but also I can make everyone else inspired more often. Yep. So, yeah, that's We're going to get a massive spike in human bards. <laughs> yeah, well, right. Yeah. Human bard, human, like human paladins. Like, it may, there's so many, like, ways you can vibe that. Um, skillful is whatever, you know. You get a skill, I I guess, like, meh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I mean, that's it always a job. good thing to always get an extra skill. And then the feet thing. 
fucking hold on hold on can i just can i just let me just let me just i'm sorry i'm sorry Brent. Mm-hmm. fucking J- jeremy crawford you animal what are you doing what are you doing to me i think it's fine two feet yeah jeremy two <laughs> so here's the Ooh. thing right, i'm done matt no, it's actually not that bad. Well, it's not that bad. I'm mostly so, memeing. It's actually too, too. Matt. Also, you know, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if you realize a lot of, uh, I think a lot of humans were getting two feet anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, again, I hate human variants with a passion. I know so. you. Do. But I think a so lot of people is... were playing with it in that fashion. So I think a lot of humans oh, were yeah, already 100%. getting. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But also, here's the thing: because they're designing with the feats in my right because well for those listening just to be uh um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for cover all our bases whatever uh humans get an ability called versatile you gain the skilled feat or another level one feat of your choice by the way i don't know why they bothered putting the skilled thing i don't know why they didn't just say you get a level one feat of your choice but yeah that's another thing like i get it with certain other things like the size and like age and all that but like for the feet one, like why bother? Just say you get a free level one. Feet. I assume. I assume the reason they did it is to say, "Hey, if you can't think of a feat to pick, just pick skilled because it's a good default option." That's my guess. Uh, wait, well, you, I you just, think they so would put that with the the class where it's like skilled? You know, the, Sorry, it doesn't skilled give you proficiency in four skills of your choice? Three, three, yeah. Yeah, it's usually three. Holy oh, shit, four. <laughs> That's wild. Crazy. If you pick a human uh-huh. rogue. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. People have already been pointing <laughs> human gonna, rogue bard. Aren't you going to have Just like, I have every skill. Like 12 skills or uh-huh. something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Expertise yeah. in four skills. Yeah, yes. dude. It's, it's nuts. Yep. Yeah, because right, it's, it's, it's three. Yep. And I think... Uh, it's four. Because you're a human, so you start with one, and then you yeah. can take the skilled feat. Yeah, so sk- so it's four, and doesn't rogue give you four as well? Yeah, later on, depending on how high, e- high a level you go yeah, in rogue. Yeah, I think so. So and it's then, four. So yeah, if you pick a bard rogue, you're just the master of everything. And then your background. Yep. Yes. Jesus Christ. Correct. Uh, also. I love that. Also. <laughs> you know what else is funny, Isaiah? The skilled feat is repeatable. Oh my. <laughs> so you can that keep taking it. You can uh, take it twice. You can keep <laughs> taking it. You can take it twice at character creation. Oh my god, what? Dude, I uh-huh. thought this was a no, good I'm idea. I'm doing this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, are they like unironically making absurd kind of viable? <laughs> you know, honestly, you know what I think? So uh, a lot of people are looking at this and they're like, wow, that's kind of wacky. I think what they're trying to do is make build ideas genuinely a thing you know because yeah, i feel yeah, of like course. something that people have gotten i i mean i know from for myself personally but I, I i think this is a pretty widely accepted feeling i have always looked at 5e and always felt disappointed that i couldn't really build a character you know like I would come up with a character, I'd pick a class, I'd pick a race. That was kind of it. Most of your shit was locked in. You couldn't really build a character. You could a little bit with feats, but those aren't till level four rules is written, you know? And 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 then even then, they're technically optional uh, currently. So your GM could just say no. 
granted, as we've said many times, most GMs didn't say no, but they could. So I think what's going on here, I think a lot of their thinking is we want you to be able to actually build a character type. So using the human thing that, you know, using what Isaiah was just talking about, the human rogue, a lot of the fantasy of a rogue is I'm just so fucking good at everything, whether it be because I'm really lucky or I'm just I trained in a lot of different skills or whatever it is like whatever. Except if you're me playing a rogue, (laughs) unless you're Matt, (laughs) it's like whatever your background is, whatever your back, I should say, whatever your backstory is part of the fantasy of a rogue is like I'm good at like I'm kind of good at everything at least a little bit so now you can look at this and go oh I get a skill I get a skill as a human I get versatile I can take the skilled feat and I could take skilled again for my background oh now I can really double down on the fantasy of playing the skill jockey rogue who's really good at everything because as it is right now that kind of exists but only because the rogue class just gives it to you you're not actually making any decisions it's just like yeah you get jack of all trades you get expertise blah 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 you're not actually making any decisions about it the class just gives it to you now it's like okay no you can actively make a decision with this new feat system to like build into that so i i think that's kind of the train of thought here um and as far as humans getting two feats from the get-go I think is perfectly fine because a they don't have any abilities like the other races do right they don't get spells innately they don't get tremor sense they don't get flight they don't get you know there's a lot of a lot of the shit that a lot of the races are getting is pretty good uh and they don't get any of that so they get a feat which i think is yeah. fine and yeah <laughs> because all feats all feats now have levels they can tailor they can go all right we know humans are going to start with two feats, but we know it's a level one feat, so we can tailor the level one feats to not be too ridiculous so you can't get any stupid OP combos right out the fucking gate. So I think as long as they... As long as the, um... Like... As long as the level disparities between feats make sense, I think it'll be solid. I think, it's, I think it'll be a good idea. And it does, honestly... <laughs> Make me want to play human a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, right. I'm gonna be big mad if they take great weapon master or sharpshooter from me level one. Probably, it's I'm probably gonna be a level like salty boy. Mm-hmm. Let me yo as as fucking as as LP says. Let me live or die by the fifty fifty. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember? I don't know. Do you remember in the feed episode? Ones. Yeah. Well, do you remember the feed episode when I was like. I was like, how would you like rank all the feats? Uh-huh. Like which ones? And apparently wizards were already like, uh-huh. yeah, we're doing that. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, thank God. I don't have to think about it. Let me, let me just, speaking of that, Matt, good you, ju- yeah. I was just about to bring that up. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have to apologize on air here because mm-hmm. I told you, Matt, that ding dong, your opinion was wrong. And in fact, your opinion mm-hmm. was not wrong. That's uh, right. Because as you remember, when the Dragonlance UA came out, you were like, yeah, well, they put, uh, they said tough was like a level one feat, but then they put uh, Warcaster as a level four feat. And I said, well, I don't think they're really basing it on level power. I, you know, I was like, they're not basing it on power level. They're basing it on the theme of the background that the UA was talking about. Um, but Warcaster's not on this list. It's not a level one feat. So you uh, you might be onto something there, Matt. You might have been onto something. Yeah. 
then yeah. like I can see like a lot of this, the feats that people uh, I guess have complained the most about. I'm just gonna say yeah on Reddit and everything. Probably some of those are gonna be locked at eighth level, like Sentinel mm-hmm. or Great, mm-hmm. maybe Great Weapon Map Master. I, uh, I, I never understood the the rage for Great Weapon or like Sharpshooter. People are like, oh, they're boring. It's like they're good. It's uh, Great Weapon are, Master is nuts exciting. exciting. It's it's like when like the barbarians are like, all right, I'm gonna take a minus five to hit. Uh, DM, I rolled a twenty-seven. I'm like, with a minus five, you fuck. Yeah. I- yeah. That's something you got to blame on modifiers. Like, oh, yeah. No, I don't like, blame. Yeah. yeah like, it's I, I feel they, like people blame the feet when it's like, uh, I feel like the feet's not the problem here. I don't right. think the I feet, do think Sentinel is kind of annoying, though. I will be one of those people. I don't oh, it's think, very powerful. It, yeah. I don't think Great Weapon or Sharpshooter are bad. I just think that they are kind of like, eh, they're okay. You know, like, and I'm not talking about like uh, power level wise. I'm talking about like in terms of like fun like fiction and 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 vibe they're all right they're all, you know eh, eh. i don't hate them but i don't love them you know i yeah. like i i understand i just feel like the uh the idea of them is mm. like i want more abilities that it's like you know risk it for a biscuit you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the cool. risk reward i feel mm. like there is it nearly as much of that in 5e that's yeah, unless you do true. like fumble I, tables or something. Like I do. Adding I it do say that a lot. I do say that a lot. That 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 is a thing that should be in five E more. So you're you're right there. And also, it gives us floating modifiers. A little bit, which it I want. Us- I want. I want more of. I don't want too many, but I want more. Right, right. Delicate balance. Uh, uh, yeah, humans. Humans are awesome. Yeah, yeah I think the yeah, humans are pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, moving the on. The Ardlings. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the elephant in the room. The Ardlings, the new race. I love them. Goddamn I love them so very much. ruining all my game. No, they're so fucking cool. <laughs> I okay. So I like that they have managed to, like, cause, oh my god, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. managed to make another angelic race, yes. but not be Christian angels. I was gonna say generic and edgy, but sure, um, generic Christian angels. Yeah. Well, because it's like you're you're a person. You're you're basically like an Egyptian god or or some you know spiritualistic uh, like Animal nature. Thing. Not really deities, but like icons. Yeah. Uh, and they have really interesting abilities. Uh, I think the angelic flight one is a little eh because Ozamar exists and that just gives you straight up fucking flight. I feel like I, like, I don't like this. You can hover and then you fucking plummet. Like, just give them fucking flight. It's not that big of a deal. No, I think the ange- I like the angelic flight because I think it's a good happy medium. Because a lot of people, I'm not necessarily in this boat, but I know a lot of GMs don't like having flying PCs. That's like I know a lot of GMs ban Aarakocra. level one, yeah. yeah. A lot of GMs ban Aarakocra for that. So I mm. think the angelic flight is a good happy medium of like your wings burst out, you shoot over, you know, you glide towards something and then you land. I think, yeah, I think you played Overwatch. A, it's a good compromise. It's like mercy. Yeah, you're like mercy. It's a good, I yeah. think it's a reasonable compromise. I don't have a problem with flying PCs, so I do kind of say, fuck it, just let them fly. But I understand the compromise. I, see, I agree. So that's that's my thing. right? just let them fl- like specifically because, you know, I Ozumar get why they did it. Don't have permanent flight, right? They have a minute of flight a day. I think that's also another good way to compromise it is make it, you know, a minute or whatever. 
That's a that's another way. Yes. Yeah. But, what do you guys think of the spell list that they get? Like they're not bad. I uh, mean, they're nothing crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, that, I think they're pretty good. I think I uh, think Zone of Truth in comparison to Animal Messenger and Lesser Restoration is a little funny, but you know, I I honestly it's it I, for me Animal Messenger is kind of the odd one out because like Zone of Truth is very useful mechanically and <sighs> Lesser Restoration is even more useful Lesser mechanically. Lesser Restoration is very good. I think each of them has a has a kind of uh, like a bunk one on their list, right? Because like. So the Exalted has Thaumaturgy, Divine Favor, Lesser Resto. Thaumaturgy, obviously the one. Uh, and then you Heavenly... Thaumaturgy is so fun. Yeah, but it's not it like It is, good. but it's just worse prestidigitation. Yeah, it's not like good. Yeah. And then the Heavenly one has Light, Cure Wound, Zone of, Th- Zone of Truth. I would argue Zone of Truth is kind of the, the like, eh one in, that, in those three. Because uh, Light and Cure Wounds have, like, universal usage. And then the idyllic has guidance healing where an animal messenger animal messenger probably being the, the wacky one there. So each of them has like an eh one, but the, the two other two are good. So I think it's a deep. It's like a solid list. You know, it does suck if you're picking the exalted to start with the not as good spell. But, you know, whatever. Be like yeah, that. I, I can't believe I you guys came like, out thermaturgy. My one worry, like I said, is it just I feel like it's gonna be less, like huh? lesser to Ozamar in a few ways. Like you know, Ozamar's got maybe dual resistances. Well, I think because you I, have to buy separate to that change that. Yeah. They well, they might. So what I what I what I wouldn't mind is that if they put the necrotic resistance behind Fallen. Wait, do Ozamar still have the dual resistance in Morden Canaan presents? Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Interesting. I will check my uh, unnamed third-party reference tool real quick. They they have both. I'm looking at it right now. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which I'm yep. surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised the uh, Ardling doesn't get any resistance. But I guess they get again because they're no, kind of they trying to no, separate. They, just, they have oh, it does it though. I'm sorry, I didn't see that at the box. Sorry, I'm reading the PDF slowly. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they either. Because I guess one of the things I was reading up on Reddit, a lot of people were arguing or discussing about the Ardling, and one of the, the topics that kept coming up is, are the Ardling replacing Azamar? I And I, the answer is obviously no. I was going to say, not I'm not supposed cr- to be. I, I, call me crazy. I'm 90%. Sh- oh, I forgot to say this. That was the other thing I wanted to say at the beginning. Let- uh, I guess I'll say mm-hmm. it now real quick. Um, Matt, I think you said you did, but Isaiah, do you know about the companion video that they made on D&D Beyond when this came out? I, I do. I haven't seen it yet. So okay. one hour interview with Jeremy yeah. Crawford. So it's, an, it's yeah. an interview with Jeremy Crawford, and it's kind of annoying to have to say this, but it's kind of required watching to fully get uh, everything out of the PDF because there's a lot of things that Jeremy says in that video that really helped to clarify d- the decisions they made. Um I'm pretty sure in that video he said Azamar are not being replaced. Am I crazy, Matt? I I don't I don't remember. He probably did say I that. I feel like he said because I think they just wanted something else and they wanted to appease they wanted to appease uh, people that like playing an- an- anthropomorphic animals without having to go. Oh, you have to play a Loxodon to play right. elephant yeah, people yeah. or Leonin to play cat people. You know, they were like, let's just make one race. And let's base it off of like history and like, you know, 
So I don't know. I think they were trying to do a couple things, and, and I like it. I like the race. Uh, I think they're interesting. I have no interest yeah. in playing Animal Head Person, so if I were to play one of these, I would just reflavor them as looking more, you know, like an Azamar, basically. <laughs> well, that, or you can just make them, like, just have a little more animal. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. I'd be, like, a human with fangs, you know? But I, 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 I don't, I don't, yeah. don't want to be a dude. <gasps> You'd be a cat girl. I don't necessarily want to be a dude with a dog head. Oh, that's a little but imagine... But but Josh, imagine it. You play an exalted one and play a cat person, and you're just a character from the new Cats movie. Oh, Ooh, that's yes. I hate deeply. I don't yeah. like that at yes. all. I hate that you just said that very deeply. Yes. Gonna pretend like you didn't say that, in fact. And there, there's gonna be some shots where you have an asshole and some shots where you don't have please an stop. asshole. It's gonna be really stupid. Please, please, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out to the poor special <laughs> effects artists working on that that yeah. god-awful movie and the hours of work they spent. Yeah. Fuck. Your, your, uh, you know, your character's gonna have to go to classes on how to act like a cat and how to lick your own oh, asshole. It's gonna be great. Stop. <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, yoga, yoga for beginners. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, no, anyway. I, I like them a lot. I, I like, mm. uh, I like that we're branching out to the different religions, uh, across the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, it makes me very happy. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's what was another one? It's a good way to do it. So, I wanted to mention Andor. Mm. Well, well, okay, I guess we should start. Oh, it's hard not to jump around. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, I, I know. I, I really want to talk about tieflings. I really like what they did to tieflings. You want to jump around the tieflings? I oh, do. I was going to bring really, up really Dragonborn do. real quick. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Do we want to You're going to bring Dragonborn. Wanna... I'm going to get my bitching out of the way right now. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, breath weapon. You no longer get to choose if you have a cone or a beam. Fuck that. Bring the beam back. Right. The beam was so cool. I think not they what did I was this... going to complain about, but interesting yeah, point. same. Well, a lot of people have been complaining about that, and a lot of the feedback is they're probably they put it in here because this is exactly almost to a t like it is in the player's handbook it is yeah and they want people to still buy fizzbins but i think if they that's some change that's it some, it's probably gonna be in the tin- actual book it'll be like how it is in Fizzbins. <laughs> that's some tinfoil hat energy it's but, probably okay. tinfoil hat I just, like i don't know because they they do make the distinction that the metallic dragons have a beam weapon as opposed to a, like a cone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, and they gave them dark vision now. They did. That makes well, sense. To me, that made sense because dragons, dragons have, have dark fucking vision. crazy dark vision. They do, yeah. So, uh, well, I'm surprised just... they didn't just give them like blind sense or something instead. Like well, that, that would be cool. That would be like, everything has. F- yeah, I know. Well, like make it like five feet, and then when they hit like I don't know fifth level, like, it goes out to ten feet or well, some it, shit. It cool. just, here's the thing. Uh, you can at level one have bl- uh, have blind sight. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, level two in in some classes because you have the, bl- oh, the yeah, blind the fighting the fighting style. Roar had that style. in our one shot, Josh. True. So it's not that crazy, and it would make a cool combination of being like, oh, you're a dragonborn, you have ten feet of blind sight, and then you take the fighting style and get ten more feet of blind sight. Like, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, also, yeah. blind sight's not that powerful you're just no, immune to the blind condition no, like you can still be snuck up on well yeah. you're not even immune you're immune to the blind condition out to a certain radius yeah out, out to a certain radius yeah <laughs> which it, right. it really isn't that powerful like but blindness think, a, is a spell but it is it, to be fair this okay. is all anecdotal it's almost never used yeah i used it once and uh, it didn't work and <laughs> the amount of things that can blind you not many not many 
I, like, oh, like, oh, well, it, it makes fighting basilisks easier. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Wow, it makes, it makes you more interesting as a player if you can be the only one who can fight the basilisk, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I um, I think when the play, when the, the survey comes out, there's a good, again, go on the D&D Next subreddit. There's a guy who posted on there recently about how to actually, like, submit responses to the survey. Don't just be like, I think the new Dragon Board sucks. This is terrible. Why didn't you do it in Fizzbins? Be like, uh, I'm not happy with how the Dragonborn are in this UA. I wish they were more like the ones in Fizzbins. Be polite and then offer some feedback like that, that I wish they were more like the ones in Fizzbins because those Dragonborns make sense. Also, that is, again, yeah, I, 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 I the, really, I have to, yeah. uh, I'm really with Matt on this one because I've seen a lot of really shit takes on Twitter about the new UA. Yeah, and the okay, internet you know, has sorry, been let me specify. at war. I've seen some very uh, uh, outspoken takes about things that they don't like, uh -huh. but very, very rarely do I actually see anything constructive here other than you didn't do good enough, well, which yeah, bugs that's, the shit out of me. Like, that's you know, because the, most people are not good at doing constructive criticism. I'm aware, to me, like, because, uh, you know, the three of us went to art school. If you have nothing constructive to say, shut the hell up. That's really all I got to say. But like, even if it's like, like, even if you have bad advice as far as like objectivity goes, as long as you have a thought process there, you're yeah. doing great. Don't just be like, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. Hey, remember, just shit sandwich. Good, bad, good. Yeah. So <laughs> if you don't like something, well, I would <laughs> say cool. everybody, if like, I, because I know that like a very, it feels like a very small group of people actually do those surveys, but these are the yeah. people who are shaping the game for the future. If you have yeah. an opinion, for the sake of objectivity, even if it's a shit opinion, put it in there. If you do have a shit opinion, survey. I kind of hope your shit opinion gets drowned out, but like... Well, yeah, I do the surveys every time and I tell, I, I always post them in all the Discord groups I'm in and I'm like, guys, please do the surveys, it'll help. Like, just I do the surveys for the stuff people. I give a shit about. Yeah, like I, when the player handbook one came out, that took forever and i got i did oh, the whole thing yeah i started and most that people one. didn't because it's too it's yeah, so long I started it, they that are one very long forgot. it's very long i, I, but I specifically did it because of the monk because i'm like they're gonna like so many people the fucking the the try hard like optimizers on youtube are really pushing for monk to get like completely reworked where oh. i think the monk just needs some tweaks. I was gonna say yes. I don't think they just want the yes. whole thing just thrown into the garbage and redone. And I'm afraid now that I'm like, man, I don't think a lot of people did the surveys. The monk's gonna get totally. It's gonna it's gonna get totally reworked. I don't think it in will. the next thing, and I'm kind of afraid about that. I don't think it will. But that's just another time. Are you two quite done ranting on Dragonborn? Because neither of you brought yeah, up the thing was I was it. about to mention. No, go ahead. What? Go for it. Oh, well, yeah, you're anytime. The thing I was confused about, I I didn't notice the beam thing. So that is a good point. I I do like the idea of it being a fucking laser beam. Just <laughs> it's fun. Um, the thing I thought was really weird is they went back to the old version of Breath Weapon as opposed to the Fizzbands version of Breath Weapon. And Fizzbands... It specifically says, if you have extra attack, you can replace one of your attacks with your breath weapon. Oh, yes. This says, yeah. as an action, you can use your mm -hmm. breath weapon, which is how it is in the player's handbook. What the fuck's that all about? Why go back? 
That's the thing I'm confused about. Oh, it's because you get... Uh, so if, I, if I'm reading this correctly, you get more than one breath weapon. You do. Um, so, like, you know, the repulsion breath, I guess, is just like a... Like a it's, it's literally a wind box. It's just like a poof, go away. Wait, um, wait, what? Like so, you talk, uh, if you're if you're metallic dragonborn yeah. fizzbins, they get a thing called the repulsion breath. Oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. yeah, you you it's a cone. You make a strength save or push twenty feet away and knock prone. I, so you could literally just be like, "Fuck you!" Like little army of goblins and just literally shove them off the cliff, and they have no, right. they can't do anything about it. I, yeah, I, well, I guess the idea. Well, so what does that have to do with the playtest though? Uh, well, I will let you know. The so only metallics have that. Uh-huh. Yeah. The bonus action thing and they are very powerful i will admit yeah, they, are. Uh, they are like one just makes you incapacitated just straight up like you, you are incapacitated to the start of your next turn so every you know all attacks against you have advantage uh every hit is a crit hey you're just you're just down for the count pretty much yeah well That's they do that very very strong and i like yeah. almost to to a level as i'd say a little overpowered a little bit. They, well, they I did like that because that's how there. the metallic dragons are in the, the monster manual. Like they, yeah. metallic dragons have two different breath weapons. It's the damage one and then the funky one that does some sort of like condition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are mixed between prone, uh, incapacitate, stun. So wait, yeah. are, are you saying you feel like the uh, breath weapon as one of your extra attacks is too good? Uh, not that as an extra attack is too good, but the breaths that you get are too good. Well, but those breaths aren't in this playtest. They're not. I am aware, but I think they they decided to lump it all together as one thing. Um, um I don't. Think I actually, now that I'm looking so. at it, I, ooh, yeah. I mean, mm, I feel like the chromatics kind of got dicked in fizzbands. Okay, we're, we're not. They're they're okay. Get their things not attacking fizzbands so much. Uh, well, because that's what we have to compare to. Because those are the, the quote yeah. unquote new dragonborn, and these are the mm-hmm. new new dragonborn. So no, I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, you can't really use those special fizzbands breaths it, for comparison here because they don't have access to this to those in this playtest. Well, that's why uh, he's bringing it up because it's like, so why aren't you Yuri? You literally just came out with brand new stat blocks. Why are we going back? to the 2014 version of Dragonborn in this new playtest I mean, sure, when I'm, you just made. That's that's what I think he's arguing. I, oh, they do have a 30-foot breath weapon. Though. I'm that's only cool. talking about, though, the action economy of the whole thing. Right. No, I, I get what you're saying. I just I feel like that's a part of it as well, is that they decided to lump in the action economy with the breath types. Like, they decided to make that one thing, which is to say, potentially, I guess, I should, rewi- I should restate, a refusal to separate those two things. Uh, I guess I don't know I, I just thought it was weird to go backwards I'm wondering if it is an, uh, a nerd immersion on YouTube pointed this out uh, it may be an indicator that they are changing how uh, actions function potentially so you know maybe instead of extra attack characters just get a second action Right? 
That would be kind of wild. That would be interesting. Maybe that's what they're thinking. All right. I don't know. That would be very wacky. Move. Would it be like the Pathfinder <laughs> 2E thing where you right. have like three uh-huh. points and uh-huh. you can do? Yeah. Uh-huh. If everyone has Action Surge, then no one does. Yeah. Well, Action <laughs> yeah, Surge right. would still be valuable because it gives you a whole nother turn. No, I, I know. I know. I could spend my three it, actions attacking. Imagine for a moment. Imagine. Imagine. You're a fighter, right? You're level five. You have two actions. Action Surge gives you two more actions. That would be pretty fucking crazy if you're a fighter because you could attack, mm-hmm. action surge, fucking kick the door open, pull the lever, drop everyone into the pit or some shit, right? Like you could do a lot it, with it, four actions. It, you can. And I, I so to, to kind of compound off the nerd immersion thing, my crackpot theory is that maybe we're moving towards action points. I would nut so hard. I, what is what does action points mean exactly? So in so, Pathfinder, in Pathfinder, no, no, silence you, oh. silence you. I'm the host. Fuck you. In Pathfinder, I can't mute you on a fucking podcast. No sir, no you cannot. Uh, in Pathfinder, as opposed to having your action bonus action movement, you have mm-hmm. action points and you get, I believe, three of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so and, that was the thing I'm thinking of. Okay, yes, so I know what you're talking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I was point. mixing it up with something. I thought it was something else. Okay, yeah, yeah I get. It. So oh, that maybe would be... we're moving in that direction, and I I really hope hmm. so. I would because I really like action that. points, and it, it would make the game so much more interesting for tactical combat. Yes, because now it makes you have to actually think. Yes, because you know, as, as a level one fighter, you're like, oh shit, I get three attacks now. Holy fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, and then at higher levels, you get seven. Well, <laughs> so the way it, yeah, and so the way it works for Matt's sake, but also just, you know, listening sake. Um, the way it works with Pathfinder, so you everyone has three action points. Um, certain things will take up certain amounts of action points. So uh, the way that concentration spells, for example, like if you cast Spirit Guardians in Pathfinder 2E, at the start of your turn, if you want to keep Spirit Guardians up, it uses two of your three action points right at the beginning of your turn. So you only have one action point to do anything else. So that that's one way it gets utilized. Um, I believe there's also some healing things, like you can keep healing spells up, but they cost like an action point. Um, the way it works with attacks is, at level one, you can use because an attack is one action point. You can indeed attack three times. However, your first attack is normal. Your second attack is a minus five. Your third attack is a minus ten. So you can do it. You can make the decision to go for it, but there's a penalty. There's a risk reward. <laughs> I wonder if they'll keep that kind of thing and then just get rid of like great weapon master and just be like, yeah, everyone has great weapon master now. And it's like if you do if you do two attacks, one of them's minus uh-huh. five. You do three yeah. attacks, one of them's minus. Th- you know, yeah, that that'd be kind of that'd be interesting. That would that, be so if they did that. I thing. would want I would want the the gamble on great weapon master to be better. A better, yeah, a bigger. Can gamble. you imagine if it's like you, you know, you have a, you're a minus ten plus twenty damage, <laughs> and you literally are just like, and, ima- and then imagine we're gonna extrapolate further. You put the cleave rules into it, and then you can just kill like six goblins in one slash. Well, imagine it's your third attack. You already have a minus ten, and then you look the GM in the eyes and go, "Great weapon master for a minus twenty. <laughs> yeah, and then you natural. And then 20. you nat twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know what that is. That's the fucking oh my god. What series is it when uh, you're, you're fucking Ezio and Assassin's Creed and you just throw the great sword like a tomahawk? I don't know, but 
Yeah. You just, you literally, you hold it above your head and you just you fucking think? like caber toss a great sword at people and it just at somebody from 50 meters away. You're like, yeah. fucking got him. Yeah. It's going to be that. You're fighting Lord Soth and your fucking uh, orc barbarian just yeets their great axe at him and it just cleaves him in two. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, if that is what the breath weapon change is indicating, I'm very excited. If they just nerf bre nerfed breath weapons, I'm very disappointed because Dragonborn were already kind of eh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this is this is a completely relevant to anything, but I'm definitely like at, at, at any tables that I'm running Dragonborn, I'm just going to be like, use the Fizzbands. Use the Fizzbands. For now, at least, until we see yeah. more stuff. Yeah. Uh, you want to go nut about tieflings? I do. They have chthonic oh, tieflings. It's so do. fucking cool. Yo. Yes. Uh, I I have said for so long because people are like, I want an abyssal tiefling, which is a thing. Um, I think it's yeah, called me, an I've wanted demon. one forever. <laughs> uh, now we have them. Yeah, we have them. And it's not great. What? I mean, the abyssal one. Yeah, I'm not happy about it, the poison. Oh, I mean, eh, yeah, doesn't bother me. They get like now the tieflings like depending on which one you pick for whether you pick infernal chthonic or abyssal you get different spells so the yeah. infernal tiefling now they have the normal you know tiefling spells the but fireball. they get fireball which yeah, is pretty oh, fireball's sick. a new one yeah sorry fireball's a new one uh but then they get you know uh was a hellish rebuke and uh what's so, the third one uh darkness darkness, darkness. darkness. yeah so yeah. infernal tieflings get firebolt hellish rebuke darkness and fire damage resistance chthonic tieflings get resistance to necrotic damage chill touch false life ray of enfeeblement which are three very good spells yes uh and then abyssal yes. tieflings get resistance to poison damage poison spray ray of sickness and hold person which are actually still three pretty strong spells yes i mean they are. hold person is very strong hold that's, person that's and ray of sickness are pretty good yeah um yeah and i just then, i didn't like the fact that they picked poison but i, I mean, guess I, it was, I understand yeah, completely just yeah, because a poison little iffy on that but you know but like well because like uh, for, oh, also for just like fiends in general fiends have resistance to fucking fire, poison usually. fire lightning cold like they like fiends are kind of redonkulous and they um, have that what the tiefling feed in xanathar yeah. right the one that gives you like cold and lightning resistance so you're more fiendish yeah mm -hmm. um, so side note yeah. uh all tieflings get thaumaturgy oh cool Oh, nice. Otherworldly yeah. presence. You know the thaumaturgy cantrip when you cast it yes. with this trait. The spell uses the same spell casting ability as your fiendish legacy trait. Uh, it doesn't have the whole you can use spell slots to keep casting it thing, though, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they're just going to they're leaving that out oh, of the wait, play I'm test retarded. and they're just going to add it back in later. No, it's a cantrip, Matt. We're stupid. I, oh, I, I was just waiting. My brain, my brain fucking shit the bed for a second there. <laughs> it's a cantrip. What are in, we talking in about? In my head, I went. What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. God, you're not spending your spell sauce on zero level spells. Notice, Jeez, I'm idiots. fucking stupid. <laughs> God, that was so funny. Uh, what is okay? <laughs> side note: What is Chthonic? <laughs> like, what is Chthonic? Neutral. In this case, uh, so just fiendish. So like, like Incubi, Succubi, Yugoloths. Okay. Yeah, at least that's what it says. Hags. Chthonic um, to me. Uh, hags are fae. That's kind of weird. Well, some no, some hags are demons, so, like night yeah. hags. Yeah, night hags are demons. What? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, hags well. are different. Some hags are giants. Some are yeah. fae. Some are fiends. 
It's funny because Chthonic to me made me think of the Chthonic gods in Greek like mythology. The galaxy? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're I, definitely not referencing that. Yeah, I mean, I, I got really hyped when I read Chthonic and I was like, can I have a purple tiefling with like fucking star freckles? Like yeah. like the, that one character from Dragon Prince. That'd be so fucking cool. They're or, less interesting than that, but or, I'm still going to flavor it as that. I don't care the, how fucking the, the star, the star hair like Nick's and Hades. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I want that. I want my tiefling to have that. Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, I hope we get some sick art of the three different tieflings. I do, too. They're nice. probably they're going to. They, they, they got to if they're they still working to, right? up like this. This is another cool yeah. one where they they like they they explain that the different ones like look different. Yeah, I, I, I literally just brought that up, but like abyssal tieflings maybe have fur or tusks or black blood. Uh, the chthonic tieflings, uh, it's a little like they have the uh, they physical they characteristics similar to night hags. Yeah, oh yeah, they probably they look like cadaveristic. Uh, they're just pale. I guess that means like nice. pale and sallow, gaunt. Nice. Mm. I'm, I'm like high key gonna look up the different Yugoloth to see if there's a galaxy pattern on one of them because I fucking want that. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, tiefling cool. Okay. Tiefling very cool. Tiefling cool. Yeah. I do like that they. Uh, I I do like that uh, almost everything has the upper limit of seven feet. Like I don't know why that that, that laughs so hard at that. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just kind of goofy to me. Oh, it's I never like, even noticed that. Yeah, wait, yeah. can you've always had a seven foot tall tiefling? No. You can have a fucking ten foot tall anything I mean, as long as it's you're still size medium. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, there's a lot of things at the upper limit of seven feet tall. Which is maybe a little weird, but whatever. Um, well, are they including the horn? Is this like a Vegeta situation where ah, the hair yeah, yeah. makes the him hair's taller? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Uh, anyone else stand out? Gnomes are fine. Gnomes and elves are basically the elves same, except fine. Drow, no sunlight sensitivity. So yay! Yeah. Uh, I uh, like that orc I, is a proper race now. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's cool. Very good. Good. I'm kind of sad there's no more half elf or half orc, so, but because of the way the, yeah, the thing that was designed. the next thing I was about to bring up. Yep, there you go. See, the I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Josh. I got you, like. The half race situation. Yeah. How do we feel about the way they've handled it currently? Because um, this feels like one of those things where I'm like, this will live or die depending on where things go later down the road, I feel. I oh, So, I... I completely understand the criticisms that people had about it. Uh, you know, as a <laughs> as a mixed race myself, I get it. Uh, a lot uh -huh. of people were saying like you should be able to take one trait from each to sort of show that you are a mixed race. But for mechanical purposes, purposes, fuck me. For mechanical purposes, I can see why they may have been a little hesitant to do that. Uh, and it does make it. Yeah, it, 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 it you find yourself in kind of a damned if you do, kind damned if you don't situation. Yeah, it adds a layer of complexity to the game that's supposed to be new player friendly. Like, uh, what was that new Kickstarter for the Dragon Survival one uh, setting where they had a whole their their race system was you pick a bunch of points and depending on what like features you get, you spend your points and you build your own custom race. So if they did something like that, that's fine, but. That's also that's their base race system. I think Aurora. I think it was called Aurora. That's kind of uh, neat. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Aurora is like basically there are no races. You just pick a, a bucket. A, like you have a of pool abilities, of points yeah. and you pick the abilities. 
Right. Um, Where if they did that with five, with oh, one D&D's nuts, uh, it would be like, it would be a lot confusing for, for new players. And they specifically are like, we're not, we're looking to get new players. If we add this whole like picking mix and match system, it's just going to be a layer of complexity that new players are just going to be turned off by. Um, At least I feel. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe don't. I'm wrong, but. I don't feel like that would be that bad. Uh, my only thing, so I do like the idea of basically you can halfling, you know, you can not halfling. I do like the idea that you can basically combine any two races because, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are like, why can't I play a half dwarf? Why can't I play a half tiefling? Why can't I play a fucking half gnome? Why, you know, half dragon? Sir, in lore, dwarves, their genes are just so yeah, powerful. You can't, up, no matter what they breed with, it's just going to be like, Nobody it's going to come out a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if a dragon bangs a dwarf, it's going to come out dwarf, Josh. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just those are the rules. <laughs> God, that's a weird. You're not wrong, but ooh, that's a weird thought. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, with reptile eyes reptilian eyes but yeah i mean i don't know i'm not crazy about like the because the thing is is if i was playing like a you know a half whatever i would want to take some abilities from mom and some abilities from dad not mom or dad you know no i i I, I would i agree like i'm a half dragonborn so I'm half human, half dragonborn. I want resourceful from human, but my breath weapon from my dragonborn, you know? Um, but I guess they couldn't think of any way to do that without it getting too noodly, I suppose. So I'm not... I don't hate it, but I do wish there was a little more to it. But, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Know. So the, It would be kind of a weird thing to be like, oh, I'm an Ozamar tiefling and then you have to like because they're like they have subsystems within subsystems in those races yeah. it gets real weird mechanically speaking but uh yeah like i i think i think they tried really hard to 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 make people happy and it may have been a little misguided but i appreciate that they gave it like a solid try i don't know if i'd call it misguided I'm not, okay, misguided is not the right word. Uh, not uh, not mishandled either. Um, it didn't stick the landing 100. percent Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's okay. It's not a yeah. It's not yeah. an amazing solution. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a that was certainly one that I I had I like raised an eyebrow and I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a side thing. I do like mm. that they mentioned this kind of like low key in the tiefling section that they were like. Yeah. There's been like a civil rights movement for tieflings, for tieflings so they're not yeah. discriminated against. I actually unironically think that's fucking awesome. And that's so cool. Like I, I I like that it shows there's like a a a outside of like, you know, you can be a tiefling and not people be like demon. Um but it shows like a like a, a slight progression to the Forgotten Realms timeline, which is kind of cool. Yeah, cuz I think they they bring some of that stuff up in uh, the Baldur's Gate game coming out too. That would be cool because I, because, because of everything that went on with the Avernus campaign, and oh, now a bunch of tieflings are coming out d- into okay. Baldur's Gate. So I, I'm just this is this is a segue. I'm just finding out about this. Did you guys see that they put out this the, that Larian put out this like statement uh, about the the like character customization that people were doing 
No. And we're basically like, you guys pick really boring characters. Oh yeah, th that's a while ago. That was a lot. Was that a while ago? I had no. That was a long time ago. I just saw this take on Twitter, and I was like. That's so fucking bizarro that A, you would like roast players for making generic characters when their character data is going to get deleted every major patch. Like what? True, true. That probably was a factor. I, I'm willing to bet you that's a huge, like people should be like, oh, I just want to run through whatever we have. I don't yeah. want to take an hour in character creator, just fucking beep, bop, boop, and we're in. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. That that was like, congratulations, you played yourself. Uh. I hope it doesn't affect sales. It could. I don't think it will that much. No, no God, no. So, uh, since the, since every update, they've been getting bigger and bigger. Like the Bard one that just came out, or I uh, just came out, came out the, the last update, fucking blew up. Everyone was like, yes, Bard, fuck yeah. Oh. It's going to be great. Bard, big nut. Uh, you can, you can be a band with your party. I specifically wanted to bring up for the races. Like I had the few ones that mm -hmm. I was like, this is fucking sick. But well, mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. else was like, this is cool. Uh, I think we can move on to backgrounds because I feel like there's a lot of things I want to say about backgrounds. Oh wait, one yeah. one last little thing I'd like to put up. Or uh, diggy hole. Is it diggy diggy hole? Uh, no. <laughs> diggy uh, hole. Sub races are back on the menu apparently. Let's fucking talk. Thought that was interesting. I was like, man, we was, uh, lineages, sir. Lineages. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, either way, <laughs> backtracked on that one fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're trying. They're trying. Yeah, um, okay. But uh, yeah, backgrounds. So I, I feel like I want to say a few things before we get into it heavy, uh, which is I love that they put your your. Uh, OK, I'm, I'm going to bring up something. I'm going to bring up something that Josh said to me uh, yesterday that like blew my mind, which was huh? when when uh, when Morton Kanan's presents came out. Everyone went fucking up in arms because they had removed oh. racial buffs. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's like, well, you're taking away from the characters you're doing X, you're doing Y. And I think it was just the biggest misguided five head move yep. in existence now uh -huh. because they brought them back in backgrounds. Uh -huh. And it just it just seems like this. You if you like you could have dodged so much flack had you let us in a little bit, you know? Yeah. I, that, I, that's wild that like it's like after the Jojo meme of the, the dude getting kicked on the floor it just like pulls up piece of paper that shows racial uh, uh, yeah <laughs> like racial buffs moving to backgrounds and everyone's like oh okay cool and yeah. they still leave the dude broken and bloody on the floor <laughs> yeah uh, you yeah. know I, yeah I, I think you know I think Morton Kanan's presents was just kind of a mistake in a lot of ways um, it was it was mostly to again try and get new people who haven't bought Tomafos or Volos yeah and they're like alright this is targeting those people I, the DMs and targeting people who just want a big race book for, I don't think you know, that was the players. way to do it though yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I don't think I, it was a good idea, but I do think fucking, the other the other reason that they were uh, taking that stuff off, like the other reason that they were fucking with the race, races in that fashion was so it would be backwards compatible with this. Right? Mm -hmm. Like they were they were essentially future proofing. But because we didn't know that at the time, it looks a little wonky. <laughs> uh, Correct. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I don't know. I think Morton Kane's Tomo or Morton Kane's presents Monsters of Multiverse was kind of a fuck up, and you know, it, it, it probably would have been better off 
taking that page count that had all the races and just putting monsters because there's a lot of monsters not in that book, by the way. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe that should have been the move instead. Um, but, you know, whatever. They tried. A lot of people got mad and felt like a lot of people were like, oh, I'm paying for errata. What the fuck? Which is not exactly what's going on, but I understand the feeling. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was a thing. Um, but yeah, so backgrounds instead now. Sorta. Kinda. But oh, also uh, kinda yes, not. Uh, so, yeah, what is that talking about? Yes. So I like that they moved the... the uh, This basically... It, a, a TLDR beforehand. They made backgrounds more relevant, and that's fucking amazing. Uh, but moving or down to... The, the big ones. Yes, they really did. Like, <laughs> they made it matter, and I, I love that. Uh, the feats for your background, fucking amazing. It it makes a lot of sense, and I I just... It, it feels like one of those things where it's like... It sounds almost mean, but it's like, it, it took us this long, you know? <laughs> well, it's a, just kind of devil's advocate. Uh, I was always kind of under the impression that, like, the backgrounds were... I like the, the, the way the backgrounds work because... They're supposed to be in the background. They're not supposed to be like super heavily dictating like the character build or anything. Yeah, except they're but not though. Like, what do you mean they're not in the background? So or? they okay. So here's the thing with the background situation. Mm. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's many. There's a lot going on here. There's many years of game design going on for starters, as well as a lot of baggage from old ga- systems. And a lot of we're trying new shit with 5e. There's a lot going on here, okay? Well, the backgrounds was new for, like, it was added in 5e. It wasn't a thing in 4th edition. So here's the thing. Mm. Backgrounds were put in the game with the explicit intention of making players think about their character before they were a paladin, a fighter, a rogue, a wizard, right? Because the whole thing about a D&D character is you were not born a wizard, you were born a farmer and became a wizard later in life, right? You didn't adventure your entire life, right? So they put backgrounds in the game to incentivize players to think about what was your character before they were, you know, a wizard? Maybe they were an acolyte at a at like a magical school, and that's why they later became a full-blown wizard. So they are in the background mechanically, but that contradicts what wizards wanted them to do, like in a from a fictional standpoint, because the designers themselves said, We want you to think about what your character's job was before you were X class, because that will inform you about, you know, it'll tell you more about your character and inform the character you build and the decisions you make. Right. The fact that, oh, my character used to be a sailor will sort of color how I behave now that I'm a fighter. So it's like they wanted backgrounds to be really something you think about for your character's story. But then mechanically, they made them kind of whatever. So what ended up happening was a lot of people didn't think about them very hard. They just saw, oh, Acolyte gives me this skill proficiency in this language that I want. So I'm going to just take it, you know? Yeah. yeah, And then they never thought about it again. Mm -hmm. Now they say, okay, 
Now you have a feat tied to it. You get two guaranteed skills. You get a guaranteed light. You get all these guaranteed things. They're all structured a certain way and you get a guaranteed 50 gold. Now it's like, okay, you can think about it. You can customize it. And another thing is custom backgrounds were always a thing before. But now yeah. the build your own background method is front and center. Before it was like, here's a bunch of backgrounds. If you want to build one, you can kind of do it like this. Now it's here's how you make a background. If you don't feel like building one, here's a bunch of examples, right? They mm -hmm. reversed the priority on it. So now you're going to be thinking about it way more because either a you're going to be building it yourself, in which case you're going to have to think about it. Or B, you're going to pick one of these example ones, but one of these example ones has a lot of influence on your character build, so you're going to think about it more. <laughs> so basically, it's become a situation where it's like your background is essentially the other half of your character, right? Like right. the first half yeah, is the class, yeah. the other half is the background, more or less. Mm -hmm. And then race okay. is like a little bit of extra sprinkles on top, basically. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I, so I, I will now. say, because I, <laughs> I did want to bring this up, I do understand where Matt's coming from because I liked I like I actually did really like the features that backgrounds gave you right as an acolyte you get to stay at any churches but for they were free poo -poo. I, they yes they weren't amazing but at least a lot of them or, were poo -poo. well like yeah the problem is that a lot of them were situationally amazing they were like so niche um, some of them like uh folk hero being like people are willing to put you up for the night and they're willing to defend you if someone fucks with you in town as long as you don't do something actively evil that's really cool but then a lot of GMs either didn't read them or don't care or can't figure out where to put them in the game. So they just sort of ignore them, which sucks because it it sort of uh, throws away a lot of potential that a character can have. Right. Like yeah. if you're like a paladin folk hero at level one, like let's say your story is like you're a disgraced paladin, but you did a lot of good. So everyone really likes you and then you're treated like shit by all the guards in town, the peasants can be like, hey man, fuck off. That's, you know, Scrimblo Bimblo, the great paladin of whatever the fuck. And they're like, oh, well, he's a washed up has been. They're like, yeah, but not to us. So go fuck yourself, dude. Right. You know, and they, they give that character food. They, you know, it, it has a lot of potential that just is not um, capitalized on that I feel like we are yeah. kind of losing by mm. getting rid of those features wholesale. Right. Well, I guess they, they figured the feet is now the feature. Exactly. So, yeah. The feet is yeah. not. This is the thing. The feet is now the feature. And because the feats have a much more tangible effect on your character's build, it's going to come up more. Right. Yeah, so now, rather than being like, oh, I'm an acolyte, so I get to stay at churches, you can be like, oh, because I am an acolyte, I learned some of the more divine. Like you could be a fighter who used to be an acolyte. Oh, you know, I'm mostly a sword and board kind of guy, but I learned some divine spell casting tricks because of my acolyte training, so I'm going to use Cure Wounds on you. You know, and if your fighter casts Cure Wounds, the other player is going to be like, why do you know Cure Wounds? Be, ah, well, you see, right? So that's something that's actually going to come up. Whereas getting, you know, free night in a temple might come up, but probably not. Or if it does, it'll be like once, you know? So it, it 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 by making them feats, it makes it so that they're more likely to be relevant, and so your background will actually come up. And also, not for nothing, but the idea of 
my ability score improvements and my feet come from my background because that was the job I did before. So of course I'm smarter because I was an acolyte. I had to read a lot. Makes a lot more sense than I'm smarter because I'm an elf. You know? Like, no, I, I'm, I'm an elf, bro. Of, I'm just I, better. I'm just I mean, smarter I, than you. I do understand when people are like, you know, like orcs get a plus two because they have biological, like, right? They, they will always have more natural muscle mass than like a human will. So I understand that when it's like they, they will have a, uh, a natural sort of inclination towards a certain thing. I get it, but I do agree with what you're saying. Well, the thing about that is like, sure, it's easy to be like, oh, well, a Loxodon has plus two strength because they're a fucking elephant. And you're like, yeah, fine, sure. That works okay for physical stats. The mental yeah, stats is where it's it gets soft a little... Stats that get, yeah, yeah. Little, they get a little weird. That's where it gets a little funky, like, oh, I'm an orc, so I'm actively stupider, or I'm an elf, so I'm just magically more intelligent, or, you know... Um, I'm a tiefling, I'm a kobold, so, I'm just, so I'm weaker. I'm well, again, no. See, that's a physical one, though. The physical <laughs> ones, kind of, you can sort of be like, all right, sure. But the one where I'm a tiefling, so ergo, just more attractive automatically is like, it's a little funky, you know. Well, so that one, that one's kind of the, the the charisma ones are kind of weird because I don't really see them as soft stats that much. Because I mean, like, it's it, well, it is, but you you've said it yourself. Your charisma is sort of your force of will. Yeah, it is. So to say that, like, or, or it's it's really it's the energy you put out. So being like, oh, why are tieflings just hotter? It's like, well, no, they're more confident. people react to them a specific way because they're demon people and they look differently, so they yes. will evoke a different reaction. I understand the the logic the, behind that one. The the point is, is it, it, sure maybe it works for tieflings. The point is, it gets it gets a little hairy when you're dealing with the three mental stats versus the three physical stats. So it's easier to just say the thing you did before influences your capabilities. Now that's just a cleaner, easier, like, yeah, you're more charismatic because you're a charlatan. You did a lot of bullshit, (laughs) you know? Mm. Uh, And the flat 50 GP is really good because I always thought it was weird that some background, like, I get there's a certain logic to it, like, oh, a hermit shouldn't start with extra gold and a noble should have more gold. But like at the same time, I do kind of understand just giving everyone the flat 50 GP because it was kind of weird that some backgrounds had more money and some didn't. It's not that big a deal, but I did always be I remember looking at that and being like, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you do uh, the, the was it you pick a class and you get the starting gold of your class plus your background. Yeah, I mean, and depending on what you pick, you you were just fucked if you picked monk. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, well, no, you're not because monk needs less stuff, so they don't start with that incorrect much stuff. Yes, correct. Monk doesn't need a weapon. That's, incorrect. That saves you a ton of money. Nope. You need a million daggers. You don't need a monk. You, you, you don't need a short sword. I thought that was being monk. serious, and it's just, he's just fucking leaving. God damn it. You don't need armor or a weapon. Sir, Sir, you don't need armor. You do need weapons, though. You can you buy go. weapons. You can buy, you uh, can buy, you know, you healers can. kits. You can buy healing potions. You can buy so many things. Going to pull up the whole equipment list from the player's handbook. Actually, I don't think you can buy a healing potion in character creation. Probably uh, no, I don't you, think it's so. Cause, I don't no, because it counts as a magic item. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But that being said, the noble does start with fine clothes, which are fairly expensive, so there's still at least some consideration for that. This is one of those things where I wish that like did something. Um, it like fine clothes gives you a plus yeah. one to your charisma checks, you know? Yeah. It sort of does something in the sense of like you know, if it comes up, you could leverage it against your GM. Or I, I shouldn't have said against. That sounded really. Uh, yeah, because I don't want like clothing can, just to like automatically give you. No, no, like, no, no, no. You're taking the f- fiction and, and or, or what is you it? Could, not the fiction. You could no, Dude. no, the fiction. You're right. You could use the fiction of the fact that I have fine clothes to leverage and say like, "Hey, GM, because I'm dressed nicely, can I talk to this guy? Or can I maybe get a bonus? Or can you lower the DC? Or give me advantage? Or you know, something. Yeah, bit. I don't want it to be built in like you mechanically get a plus five bonus to any check um, number. You know. The thing is, though, is building it in mechanically does mean that if you're pick, if you pick it as a player, you're. Sorry, my cat is rubbing her face on the microphone. I don't know how much of that just came through. Um, no, I, I didn't hear anything. Oh, well, Discord's different. Recording-wise, it might have picked up. Um, yeah, it's like, on one hand, I understand your point, Matt, of saying, I don't want it to be a preset bonus, but on the other hand, making it a preset bonus makes it so that you as a player can point at that bonus on your sheet and say, GM, give me thing because game say so. You know? There's a, there's a little bit of a there's a there's a little bit of a argument there. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. But yeah. you know, yeah. I and, mean, y'all and, know me. I like give me give me good equipment. Like don't give me equipment that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you can have one bar of soap. It doesn't remove poison. This is another. Bar. Y'all are fucking bars. <laughs> I'm never gonna let that go. I'm never gonna let that go. It's such a cool fucking thing in Elden Ring. Give it me is. that shit in Five E. Yeah. Uh, you spend an action just removing all your clothes and scrubbing your ass down just to remove all the poison. Then you have to take another turn to put your fucking clothes back on because it's combat. What do you do? Um. You gonna fight the troll butt butt ass nigga? You can. It's not gonna go. Well. I have not lost I'm gonna go thought. buck wild. <laughs> Isaiah, what were you gonna? Isaiah, take us somewhere because I've completely lost. Well, I was gonna say, to. I mean, like, I, backgrounds are great, but I'm not sure how much more we can talk about them without like eventually just pushing into feet. So I feel like we should just do that now. Um. Actually, before yeah. before yeah. before that, do you guys want to talk about the splitting of the magic trees? You know, I was gonna do that last. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry not. Worry not, friend. Um, Sheesh. Sheesh. Uh, so we, we kind of started talking about feats, and I, I, you know, there's just some simple shit to reinforce. Like, it seems like everyone really likes them, at least everyone here specifically really likes yes. them. Uh, the prereqs, uh, yes. I mean, I, I'm in two mindsets of prereqs. Because first, I'm like, not. prereqs are cool. They make things feel more earned. Absolutely. I'm not going to argue that. But also, let me do my bullshit at level one. Fuck you. <laughs> well, we don't, there might there's probably more level one feats than what's here. Oh no! I, I, yeah, that's later not even on, a question. Probably. I'm pretty sure there will be. Also, I'm looking at none of these have any prerequisites. They just have it there as none. But they. Well, yeah, because they're going to do that with higher level feats, obviously. Yeah. Also, I would argue alert is some level one bullshit, sir. Just Yo. saying. Oh my god, fucking alert is absolutely orgasmic. Alert, yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. To anybody who doesn't know, if you have the fucking alert feet, 
you can swap initiative with an ally. Yep. That shit is so fucking cool. Only once. Only once. Uh, yeah, at that, the beginning I don't give of the, a fuck. At the beginning of the fight. I don't give a fuck. This fixes all of the cleric going first problems ever. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, it's like, oh, wait, I can't heal. Like, I'm a cleric. I only have healing spells. I can't heal if no one's damaged. Yep. Not a fucking problem. A lot of rogues uh, are going to take alert. <laughs> a lot of assassin rogues are going to yeah. be crawling out yeah. the woodwork. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, like, what's that? I Finally, my time to shine. Let's fucking go. Time to shine. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And that's that's literally what my what my first thought was. Like, oh, I might play an assassin rogue soon. <laughs> yeah, but kind of yeah. kind of on that because yeah, I, I I thought about that too. It's like on the one hand, as a player, it's like oh, but I just want to be able to pick whatever feats. I don't want some of them to be like leveled off for me at level one. But then as a DM, I'm like, yes, thank fucking god, I don't have to worry yeah, about Sentinel until eighth level. Look, Fuck here's you the thing. Players. Here's, oh my god. Here's the thing about the whole feat level situation. I don't, I think this is a, you can't have your cake and eat it too scenario, right? Because oh, absolutely. if you're going to say no level locking to feats, then you can't just carte blanche say feats at level one. If you're going to say feats at level one, you got to do some level locking. Because of course, of course. What we had before was most people would just let people pick feats at level one and then get pissed off when people would do some wacky woohoo bullshit build by level fucking three because they took Sentinel or whatever, you know? So, yeah, I, I, I think there needs to be a compromise. If the game designers are going to say everyone gets feats, then they got to level lock it. If the game designers are going to say no feats to level four, then go find let the level locking go. You know, like you just... Yeah, I, I think it's just the only compromise that could have been done. I don't see any other way of really doing it. TBH. Yeah, and and again, this saves me the headache of having to try and make the feats uh -huh. leveled myself uh -huh. or try and to come up with like player's handbook. Like, all right, fuck yeah. on, what is tough? Tough yeah. level one. All right, so what is what is Mage Slayer's Major Slayer level four feet or is that a level eight feet? I'll just wait till twenty twenty four and let wizards figure it out for me. Correct. Uh, also, hmm. the um ah shit where'd that train of thought just go damn it son mm -hmm, of a mm -hmm. bitch uh come on come back to me I'm staring at the feats hoping it'll come back to me is there any feats like obviously hold on, we, hold, we on, talked hold, on about. hold on hold on hold on hold on I just well, let me vamp let me vamp while you think yeah go ahead yeah yeah uh I like and Jeremy Crawford explains this in the video the whole battle uh, the whole healer feat situation where yeah, 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 a yeah. lot of clerics would pick healer, even though think it would be beneficial for them, and then it wasn't. Yep, yep. And healer was meant for people who didn't have healing didn't capabilities. Yep, yep, yep. Shout out to my boy Chris. He fucking took the healer feat on a monk, and he was literally the party healer. Yep. The it's best a good feat. thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. But now it's beneficial for people who don't have healing and who do. Yes. Yeah, and, and they said they're going to basically do that with everything. Uh, yeah. Which is good. Oh, that was the other thing. Also, it's it's worth pointing out that the now that the feats are all level based, Jeremy Crawford did make a point of saying any feats that give stat bonuses are not level one feats. That is that is higher than level one. If it gives any oh. kind of stat bonus, that's not a level one feat. So yep. that yeah, means you can't, you know, 
get Take the Brazilian wacky. Brazilian's probably going to be a level four or five or, or eight feet. Yeah, I don't know. But that means, you know, yeah. we don't have to worry about wacky woohoo. I have stupid stats level one situation. You know, you can kind of kind of reel that in a little bit, which I think was a good decision. Um, as far as feats, that I think so. Yeah, I mean, healer's good. I love musician. I like magic initiate. Lucky's cool. Savage attacker got a little bonked on, but I have a feeling the reason Savage Attacker got kind of nerfed is because there's going to be a leveled up version of Savage Attacker that is better. Right? Because Savage Attacker currently is you just roll your damage dice twice and pick whichever one is better. This Isn't that how it worked in the player's handbook? That's what that's what I just said. Yeah. Currently. That's how Savage mm-hmm. Attacker works. The new version of Savage Attacker is you can uh, or no wait is my brain not working oh no no the nerf uh, is once per turn that was the nerf oh man um, yeah you roll the damage die twice and use either one but the nerf is once per turn um, and and you have to hit, there was something else but anyway I do think that one's gonna probably have an upgraded like you know superior savage attacker or whatever the fuck um the skilled fee, although very funny that you can go skill Bonanza, probably not something I will ever take because I don't think that's that exciting. But if you want to be the rogue with proficiency in every single skill, go for it, chief. Do you just want to have fucking jack of all trades? Yeah. As a rogue? Yeah. I think it's interesting to, uh, I believe, skilled and the magic initiate are the only two on this list that are repeatable which i think is interesting um i believe so i do i i don't know if they're gonna do this excuse me i don't know if they're gonna do this but one of my biggest we talked about this in in either the feats episode or the fighter episode but Mm. i don't know they might right because magic initiate but the things that I'm, I I will be very mad if they don't have repeatable are the maneuvers and the fighting. Basically, anything that gives you a little chunk uh-huh, of the class, uh-huh, uh-huh, make yeah. all of those repeatable. Yeah, yeah. That way you can let, if you don't want a multi-class, at least you re- can let your wizard be the best wizard whoever wizarded, you know, like. Or, or at least l- maybe make them repeatable like once or twice. No, I don't know. Well, I guess they're already limited by just how many times you can take a feat, but we don't know if that's going to change, so... We don't? Mm. So, well, with that in mind, though, I... Oh, my God, damn it. But, yeah, you're right, though. The fact that Magic Initiate is, is repeatable tells me that, like, Fighter Initiate probably will be, too. You know? I'm going to be a salty boy if it ain't. Let's put it that way. I will say, by the way, with the way this new feat situation is going to work out, Fighter builds are going to be quite the thing now. Yeah, fighter, fighter, and rogue builds are gonna get pretty wacky potentially. Here's the other question, though: Do you think they change the way feats beyond level one are acquired? Because right now you have to forego your ASI for the feat. Uh, also, technically, feats are optional right now, but obviously that part's going out the window. So obviously it's going to say, you know, it's going to say when you acquire a new feat, you can, assuming it stays the same, it will now say you can take an ASI or a feat as opposed to what it said before, which is if your GM is allowing feats, you can take a feat. Do you think they change that whole 
uh, sacrifice an ASI for a feat situation? I no? don't think they will. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. No? It depends on how well the Dragonlance thing comes out because they're they're <laughs> uh, giving free feats at level four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and level one. So depending on how well that works out and how many how much feedback people give on that, maybe uh, uh-huh, for uh-huh. certain I, ASIs like level <sighs> like the early ones like level four and level eight. I'm I'm gonna be real. I kind of wish that they had made that a UA rather than throw it in a book right away because that makes me feel like if Dragonlance sells wait, like wait, shit, wait, it wasn't wait, a UA. It is a UA. It is a UA. Was it? Was the yeah. was the feed at level four a UA? Dragonlance isn't out, yeah. Isaiah. Oh, my brain didn't work. Never mind. What do you think it's Belgium? Yes, my bad. Yeah, my no, brain just Dragonlance is not shut out for a second. Yeah, it's uh, December. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, UA sparked the whole feed episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, so so, so maybe they, they they might do that, which that would be interesting. Okay, so follow up question then: If they do change it and don't keep the whole sacrifice an ASI for a feat, what would you want instead? Hmm? Uh, what do you mean? So like. If they change the way that feats are acquired beyond level one, what what different system would you like to see? Yeah. I don't know. I I would almost say make feats that give you an ability bump the standard and just get rid of ASIs. Personally. Oh. All right. So you get a plus one plus, you know, you get a plus one to strength and a defeat with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I was. That's that's pretty much been my philosophy every single time it came to ASIs, because it's like I could get two points in something or I can get one point in something and a vastly superior ability. Uh huh. Uh-huh, right. Like. Uh-huh. And especially if the feat gives you like two things like alert used to where it's like you can't be surprised and you have a plus five to your initiative. It's like what in what universe would I not fucking take that? You know, that one doesn't offer you a stat bonus, but like. So you're saying just every feat above level four gives a bonus to stats and at level four pick a fucking feat. Yeah, Hmm. pretty much. Like, I just feel like all your ASI should be feats and be like, and so you basically can do it like this, right? Where it says. Uh, no matter what, even if it says you get one at level one, you get no stat bonuses. But subsequently, everything else does, you know? Well, they they said, like, if it's a level one feat, it's just not going to have the stat bonus at all. Like, they're not even going to tread that ground. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, but uh, the idea of being like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that does sort of eliminate it, but yeah. yeah. And what, well, what you could do is you just, and because prerequisites are a thing now, you just make two versions, the level one version and the level four version. You know? Yeah, because I think, was it, is it, no, I'm thinking of skilled expert, because there's skill that gives you, you know, a skill, and then I think ex, the skill expert, the new feat from Tasha gives you a skill, expertise, and something I else, I think. It's a, yeah, I believe it gives you a, a skill or tool proficiency and an expertise. Increase yeah. an ability score by one. You gain one skill of your choice. Choose one skill in which you have proficiency. You gain expertise with that skill. There you go. So that could be like the upgraded version of this new skilled feat. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't know what I was going to. I don't know what my was thinking before, but I like your idea. idea better, Isaiah. So we're just going to go <laughs> with that one. 
Yeah. It makes that, yeah, I don't know. It just that it, does like make I said, the it, most sense. I think you're right. I think that makes the most sense. I, like I said, it just it seemed like it was the like it was the optimal thing to do from day one. So I just kind of felt confused. Plus, then you could do a thing where like a level eight feet gives you a plus two to a stat, and then like Possibly. a level twelve feet gives you a plus three to a stat. Right? You could keep cranking it up because you now have level gates. Do you mm-hmm. think they're gonna make level twelve feats, or they? Because I think when the uh, the last giant UA came out and they had a bunch of like level eight feats. They were like, this is the highest we're going to go. And it's like, well, now, you know, anything's on the table. I mean, they better be fucking crazy. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, so uh, fighter and rogue being the exception, but everybody else gets one, two, three, four, eight, five ASIs. So, I mean, a level gate per ASI is how I would do it. Right? Or is that too wacky? Uh, uh, I'm trying to visualize what you're saying. So, so everybody, you get an ASI right now. You get an ASI at level 4, level 8, level 12, level 16, and level 19. I'm saying... The level gates on feats should be 4, 8, 12, 16, 19. Oh, yes, but I, I, I'm going to be real. I don't think anything should surpass level 10 for for the gates, just because... Well, it would be 12. Well, because no, no, well, the problem is most campaigns don't go past level 10. Right, I know, but I'm saying if you're basing it on how the ASIs come up currently, which is what I'm assuming they're going to do, it would be 12. Right, because it makes sense to line them up with the ASIs, like the level gates. Wait, do, hold on. Now, 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 now I'm confused? like, wait a minute, because I'm pretty sure level eight is also an ASI. Yeah. Right. No, I know. But I'm saying it. I'm saying, so saying going to 12. I'm saying it of, should go to yeah. 12 if you're going to stop it that early. It Don't stop yeah. it at 10 because that's in between two ASIs. Stop oh, it at yeah, 12. Well, no, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Don't stop it at 10. Stop it at eight. Stop yeah, also, p- like, if anything, most adventure books end at, like, you know, the 13, 12, 10 yeah, race anyway. So, but don't you want so, crazy, like, level 19 feats that fucking are, like, wacky woohoo summon a thunder cannon bullshit or something? Like, so, you know, I want yeah, wacky theory, feats. I want wacky over the top shit. Like, when I'm yes. level 19, I want to be able to, like, have expertise in every single skill or some bullshit. I don't know. Well, at that point, you're just talking about epic boons. Yeah. Which, you know, that'd be cool. But, so Kinda. here's my thing. This is kind of a a, a, a a call out to wizards. I don't have a lot of confidence in their level cap abilities. So I feel like their level cap feats would either be so good and never attainable. Mm-hmm. Well, or they I just mean, would kind of suck. I mean, here's the thing. The never attainable problem is I don't think is going to be solved because most people just do not play that long. And that is almost an unsolvable problem at the end of the day because you can't force people to play longer uh as far as them sucking i mean maybe but i still love the idea of at least it being a possibility i i I do so let's put if they basically make the epic boons uh like uh your level 19 feet 18 yeah like your level 19 feet because it Epic level is technically 17th to 20th level. So I hate that they're like epic boons, 20th level, 20th level and above. Epic level is 16th to. Okay. That's even better. No, 15th. 
tier four is 15 it starts okay yeah so no it's fair, 16 16 16 it is 16 yeah. I, 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 doesn't fucking matter <laughs> that's epic level that's what epic level is considered so the fact that they put it behind level 20 which is beyond epic level is like well that doesn't no you know <laughs> <Fuck> you <laughs> hmm Give me, like, let me have a plus 20 as a rogue. (laughs) Yeah, right. I will say this. If they stop at level four, like you're implying, Matt, fuck that. Why did you even Well, not level four. I I figured they would probably stop it at level eight because that's what they're currently doing. That's what they're currently working with. No, you just, you, yeah, I know. You just said before, though, are you, do you you think they're even going to do level eight feeds? Is that what you said before? Oh, yeah. Uh, Was that me? I might be misremembering. Anyway. I think you might be thinking because I'm thinking of the Dragonland stuff where okay, like they're giving out the free fee at level four. Yeah. If they stop at level four, why the fuck did you even bother? If they stop at level <laughs> eight, that okay. seems more reasonable. Okay, fine. I would still like it to go higher. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. The list will get, I'm sure as the levels go up, the list will shrink. I, you know, so let's say you had level 19 feats. There might only be four, you know, or five, right? Like, there might not be that many level 19 feats. Like, shit, there might be two, for fuck's sake. Like, I'm sure it will shrink. But I still kind of, I would, I would, I would like them to commit whole hog and go all the way up to 19th level feats. I think that would be fun. Maybe unreasonable, but a fun time. Maybe. I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable at all. It just, I I don't see them doing it. I, I, I could see them doing it. It just it, it would make me more mad than anything because I go, these are awesome. Never going to be able to use these. But like, what's <laughs> what's even the point of capping them off? Like, what's the point of capping them at level eight? You know, because most adventures go up to level eight, so it's attainable at like an adventurers league and other like yeah. official content. Like the witch, putting, the witch light adventure ends at level eight, right? But so. by putting something cooler at higher levels, are you not trying to entice people to play more? Right. Yeah, but we just uh, don't. They don't care about high level play. Well, it's not that they don't care. It's that the system just can't fucking support it, and I think they're aware of that. Well, I think the they've system, been aware of that the whole time. The system can't support it because they don't care. Kind of. Yeah, yeah it's like well, they it, don't care. To they didn't support design. It, they did therefore, not. There is no. They did not QA it to that point. Mm-hmm. Y- they didn't. No, but so, so or the, they did the, very little. It, the problem is that high level play comes to like almost like a logical conclusion, right? At a higher level you need to start having things that are absolutes, right? Because then it doesn't feel high level. If if Power Word Kills uh, has a saving throw, it doesn't feel like a ninth level ability because you have to measure all ninth level abilities to fucking wish, which <laughs> is the spell, right? Yeah. So if you start taking the absolutes out of high level play, you're just sort of making high level play feel less epic. What does any of this have to do with feats, though? Well, that it's difficult to balance out higher level play. Like, I, like Right, right, sure. I... I I, 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 look. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of don't give a fuck about balance at high level play. <laughs> I kind of think things should be fucking bedonkers, ridiculous shit. Like, yeah, they they can. I, they can I be think it, I think nuts. that should be how it is. I think if you take a level 19 feet, you should be able to fucking cleave a mountain in half or some bullshit like. My only stipulation, the only problem I have with high level play stuff is abilities like Force Cage. And not because Force Cage is powerful, 
but because an ability like Force Cage just stops the fun, right? It just puts a pause button on everything. I don't give a shit about power word kill because pointing at someone and going fucking deletus is fun and it doesn't stop everything. But if you force cage the big boss, the game just comes to a grinding fucking halt. If you cast plane shift and send them to another dimension, the game comes to a grinding fucking halt. If you cast wish and end the universe, the game comes to a grinding halt. That's the shit I haven't problem with. So the idea of like, well, the feats will be hard to balance. Who the fuck cares? Don't balance them. Go crazy. I mean, balance them a little bit, you know, within reason, but like, don't lose sleep over it. That's how I, that's, that's what I say. You're already in wacky territory once you get beyond 15 level. Just embrace it. Just fucking let it rock. You know? Yeah. And as far as your point about, uh, you know, not wanting higher level feats because you'll never get to use them. I don't think that's a good reason not to make them. Like you, you were saying, oh, I don't want them to put them in the game because then I'm going to be sad that I'll never get to use them. I don't think that's a valid reason to not put them in the game. Well, I, I see it. I, I see it as a waste of ink at that point. Well, like you could. But here's you're, the thing. You could see the other side of the table there. On one end, you could say, well, it's a waste of ink. On the other end, you can say, well, it's encouragement to play at higher level. You know, right? Because you could say, well, this is a encouragement for players to start campaigns at t- level 10 or 15 because there's these wacky feats that they don't usually get to use or something like that. You know what I mean? So like you could kind of go yeah, both ways. You can, but I don't see it as any more incentive than we already have. I'm going to be real. Well, the uh, it would be more incentive because a lot of the higher level abilities aren't that exciting right now. And presumably if you make them into feats, they will be more exciting because feats are generally more interesting than a lot of stuff. Maybe? Uh, kind of like how spells are an ent- are, uh, enticing reason to, like, spells already act as an enticing thing to play at higher level. Well, they are. So that's the thing. That That's really what I was thinking about. It's like spells and... Yeah, spells and like, magic items. Yeah, that's that's really all I'm thinking about. But I see no and, reason why feats can't be in that, in that uh, like, bucket. I, because I, I, I guess the point where I, st- I just sort of see it as diminishing returns. I don't think so. Again, the list can be shorter, right? Like, me maybe don't go as crazy, but I still think it's worth, you know? Mm. I, don't, uh, I don't think you're really... I don't think you're losing anything by doing that. Personally. Maybe I'm off mark, off the, off the mark on that one, but I don't No, no, you're, well, you're like right in the sense that you're not losing anything. And usually I would say if you're not gaining anything, then you're not losing anything, then you're doing good. But in this instance, I think you would be it, gaining something. Though. That's the thing. You know, I think you're, you, you'd be gaining something in the sense that like you as a child get a toy put on the top shelf that you can't reach. And the parent says one day you might be able to get this. Right. But again, you could make the argument of it's it's enticement to try that stuff out. I, I, I understand. You can keep saying enticement. I, I understand that it is enticement, but I don't think... I think there's a logical conclusion to enticement when it comes to, like, motivation and time played. Like, mm. you could you could entice people to want to play at higher levels, but you will nuke... Uh, uh, you'll, you could nuke the motivation of the GM to run at higher levels. I guess. I just... 
I just feel like I'm going to be disappointed if they stop at level eight. Like if they come to a to a hard cut, you know, because max level is 20, you know, let's say we, you uh, let's look at it this way. You as a group come together and say to each other, we're going to play to level 20. We are going to hit max level. We have decided this. The GM has agreed to it. We want to do it. We're going to do it, right? Let's say everyone commits really hard. You're playing this level 1 to 20 campaign, and then at level 8, the feet the feet waterfall just stops. Just cuts off at level 8. I'm going to be pretty disappointed that, like, oh, they don't keep going up as I go up. Now, granted, obviously, because there are repeatable feats and because you can take you know, different feats. You can still get new stuff, but it won't be ramping up with you if it caps at level eight. You know, you'll be level 15 and still looking at level eight feats. I feel Mm. like I'd be a little disappointed in that scenario. Yeah. You know, especially if you're level 20 and you're like, cool, look at this level eight feat. Like it feels a little like doesn't feel quite as good, you know? it's like yeah on one hand nobody on on one hand nobody plays to that level but if you do it's like mm, it's like you know there's there's both sides it's a very it's a very uh both sides have a fair argument situation is the problem i don't know we'll see what they decide at the end of the day We'll, we'll we'll see where it goes i suppose yeah uh Right, well, we're, we're running close to our, our limits, so a few other things I wanted to bring up to go even further beyond. Yes. Uh, uh, Matt brought it up. The oh. different spell varieties. Now. Oh, hold on. I do want to say one last little thing about feats. I busted the fattest nut of joy when I saw the way the feats were organized. The fact that they have name of feat level of feet prerequisite repeatable abilities all bolded and laid out nicely in a column and not in a stupid paragraph trying to do natural language i fucking nutted so hard was so happy i do want the, some of the natural language like added later no Fuck that natural language bullshit. I'm sick of it. No. Little yeah, little think. spits of flavor text. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Lucky says you have an inexorable luck that can kick in at just the right moment. Fine. That's fine. But imagine if every time you had to read one of these feats, you had to read like two sentences in before you could see if it said prerequisites or not. Like imagine if oh, like no, 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 no. imagine I mean well, like that's, I, what the, that's how five E's worded these right now though it had this natural language bullshit like imagine you're reading a feat it's mostly one you, sentence come on it's not two whatever but but think about it like you get to the second sentence of the feat and it says in order to pick up this feat you must take you must have the prerequisite X Y and Z it's like why couldn't you just put that bolded up at the top so I could see right from the very beginning I don't have to do any reading I can just see prerequisite none done easy Boom. yeah no I like that I, I again kind of like you were saying with the lucky feet I want a little bit of both I want they, the organization I want the bold they are written for style and I'm very happy mm-hmm. about that I just had to point that out because it gave me a big nut mm-hmm. anyway Isaiah, now you may 
yes, the distinction in, in spells. We have divine, we have arcane, and we have nature, right? We have arcane, primal, divine, sorry. and primal. primal. I'm going to be Unreal Engine 5 with you right now, Chief. Uh, this really don't mean shit yet. Like, as of wow. right now, the only... <laughs> as of right now, the only reason these are here are for the Magic Initiate feat. They affect literally nothing else. Like, if you're well, trying... Like, if you're using this playtest material, they don't affect anything else. No, they don't, but they could be a prelude to something more interesting, which is... And no, something no, that a lot are. of people have said. Yeah. Uh, which is... Stop giving so much spell overlap, which I I'm gonna be real. I personally don't agree with. Um, I think I to agree. a certain degree, less, I think like less spell wizards overlap. shouldn't be able to heal. Yes, uh, because wizards can do so much else. Yes, uh, and if you want to, you know, if you want to multi-class into cleric, which I've almost never seen done, hilariously enough, uh, because wisdom is pretty important to wizards as well. Ha. Huh. Weird. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, like just some simple shit like wizards shouldn't be able to heal or bring people back to life. Uh, clerics shouldn't have as much like control of the environment. That's kind of where I'm, I'm at with that. But the fact yes. that they are putting it into uh, putting it into these categories makes me think two things. A, they're trying to they're trying to reinforce niche protection, which is great. Yes. And I have a feeling that if they do rework classes or subclasses, they are going to to create a uh, uh, they are going to reinforce the spells through the abilities and vice versa. You don't even have to have a feeling, Isaiah. They already said that's what they're doing. So oh, perfect. Doing. They literally said, they're like, yeah, if you're like a divine soul sorcerer, you'll get access to the divine spells, for example. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's great. That's that, fucking yeah. fantastic. Um, some other things, because that was a really quick one. Uh, oh, hold the on. tests. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. There is something to mention, though which I do think is an interesting thing. So a lot of people pointed out, well, one, there's two things. One, uh, Eldritch Blast not in this list. A lot of people thinks that means it might become a class ability. I'm fine with that. Whatever. It's it's fine. Eldritch Blast class ability. Kind of like how Hunter's Mark should be a class ability for Rangers and not it, the way it is now. So is Hunter's yes, Mark I, listed here? Uh, it is. It Never is. mind. So Oof. here's my thing. Fuck! Here's my thing. Oof. I don't necessarily think those spells should be class features, but I think the classes should say you get this spell and it does not count against your it count uh, against your prepared spells or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because spells. I like because unironically, Eldritch Blast is just a very good spell. Uh and I think it kind of sucks that no one else gets Eldritch Blast now. Uh well, it's sort of like a, I mean, it's, it's sort of a weird opposite of like the, wait, the meta magic or the maneuvers. What about? And I was just about to say, what if Eldritch Blast gets put into Eldritch Adept? There you go. I would like that more. Yeah, there you go. I would be more okay with that. But if the they don't do it, I'm just gonna be annoyed. I'm gonna be real. Like, how many of you guys have ever played like the original Call of Duty Four? No. So the, the only thing, I don't know why, but this is giving me like worst case scenario back in the day, Call of Duty, a lot of people really complained about stopping power, which was you, your gun does more damage. So in the next game, they just got rid of the perk stopping power and said, fuck you. No one, no one can use this perk now. 
So they're I don't know why. Worst case scenario, they just blast. get rid of Eldritch no. Blast completely. No. I hope that's not the case. That would be no. Because if they I don't did know that, why. there's the, so many the, invocations. <laughs> that would be yeah. The, the amount of reworking to yeah, to Warlock nah. they would have to do. You basically just have to rebuild that class. Yeah, that's fucking bonkers. There's no way. That yeah, that that cantrip is is oddly such a fucking linchpin to uh, Warlock that yeah. like it sort of falls apart without it. If they did, that would be the wildest clown take I've would, ever seen. That would be a move. That's, um, yeah. That's that, what I'm that's thinking. I'm like, with Xbox One, you have to be online 24-7 to play the, the right. system. Yeah. That's why uh, I have the alarm bells going off. And I'm like, oh, no, I hope this isn't a stopping power situation. Nah, nah there's no way. Uh, I do want to point out another thing, though, that a lot of people did point out. So the bard gets access to the arcane list. Which means Bard has no healing or buffing. Ooh, uh, mm. yeah. There's I a couple. Of, yeah, there's a couple of scenarios that are like that. So, um, well, probably the subclass. Then they say the subclasses are so going to give him access. The subclasses, to, yeah, sure. So, like, if you pick Lore Bard, it'll probably just nah. be like, yeah, pick any spell from whatever the fuck. Man. Maybe, yeah, maybe Lore Bard gets all three spell. That'd be pretty wacky. Um, I don't know, but uh, that is, I, I don't know where that's going to go, but that is an interesting point that stuff like, oh, if Bard's on the arcane list, they don't get any healing. A couple of people pointed out that certain classes lose out some cantrips they do use. Sorcerer benefits, though, because Sorcerer gets more shit. Uh, so, yeah, there's some, we'll see. There's some wonkiness, but as of right now, it doesn't do a whole lot, but, you know, we'll see. Mm. Although, it is kind of fun that you can now in your game be like, ah, yes, guidance, the divine spell. If you want to like this immediately made me think of that situation that happened in Critical Role campaign one where he had where Matt had the one town that was like arcane uh, divine stuff is OK and arcane isn't. But there was no actual distinction. He was just doing it on a spell by spell basis. Mm-hmm. And now you look at this and you're like, oh, this would have hurt. This would have this helped out Mr. Mercer <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know if we have time for this. Um, I wanted to bring up a thing. Yeah, uh, but it's okay. uh, we uh, can let, go let's, over. Fuck it. Let's get let's go through the stuff I wanted to go through. And we then can we'll go over. I say it's okay. Um, we gotta br- we can't we can't not bring up the critical hits and D twenty test stuff. Yeah, like, we, we got to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Matt Matt's sort of of the opinion that wait 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 wait. There's a preamble to this. There's a okay. preamble because I know you didn't watch the video, so this is important. All right. Because I do think this is one of those things I mentioned where once I heard the explanation, I'm like, okay, we'll see where this goes. So the thing with the critical hits, Mr. Uh, Mr. Daddy Crawford basically said, uh, we don't like this situation where level one characters would get randomly crit by Scrabo the Gabo and suddenly fucking die out of nowhere because a goblin shoved a dagger up their asshole. Obviously, he didn't say it quite that way, but you know. So, he said, we're we're taking crits off of monsters so that kind of bullshit doesn't happen. However, his justification for this scenario was monsters already have built-in crit abilities, which are recharges. So the example he gave was a dragon's breath weapon, The dragon's breath weapon is essentially a crit that the GM can choose when they want to use it. Once the recharge goes off, they can say, I'm going to use it the next turn or I'm not going to use it. You know, 
it's essentially a crit that you have control over rather than a crit you don't have control over because a crit you don't have control over can mean that your wizard dies to the fucking Scrabo Gabo's dagger up the asshole. So that was their justification or that was the logic behind removing monsters being able to crit. Now, the part where it does get a little weird, though, is it specifically says weapons and unarmed strikes can crit. This means spells cannot crit and abilities like sneak attack cannot crit. That is where it gets well, so extra wonky. We, we spoke about that and I thought about it. Sneak attack is technically part of your melee weapon attack. It has added it, damage to the melee weapon attack, yeah, so presumably that means it would still crit. I don't but know. It would that would still completely fucking dick over spell users, which I think is a massive problem. So here's the thing. I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with spells being unable to crit. Oh, I'm not at all. For a couple well, hold on, hold on. There's a couple of reasons. Uh first first of all, apparently, Daddy Crawford said most people did not know spells could crit. So a lot of people were already playing the game with the assumption that spells could not crit, which is an interesting thing. Um, a lot of these changes, by the way, in this whole playtest situation are based on the way people play the game already, uh, rather than like the way that the rules say a lot of misconceptions about how the game is played is where a lot of this came from. So the thing about spells critting, yeah, like I said, a lot of people didn't know they could, but also uh, Dirt Immersion pointed this out. There's a really small, um, like the percentage of spells in the game that can benefit from critical hits is really small. There's not that many spells that roll to attack. Most damage spells are saves, which already couldn't crit before. That's not new for saves. So it's actually not that huge of a change. And the other thing is, if spellcasters can't crit, you do close the gap between the martial caster disparity a little bit. If the fighter is able to crit and the wizard isn't, there is a little bit of that closing of the gap, which is something a lot of people want. Which I, I get, but I don't want it in that way. I don't want to lower the tide, right? Like, Again, I, though, I, I you're don't want to lowering it that much. You know, there's only no, there's so well, few so, spells. Yes, potentially. A lot of those A lot of those spell attacks are cantrips. Yeah, a lot of them are. Which can be very important. Like, it really doesn't matter if you can't crit at higher level because you're right. A lot of the higher level shit is either absolutes or saving throws. Or saves. Yeah. But you're fucking over a, most warlocks. You're fucking over a lot of wizards. Well, here's the thing. You're and not you're fucking over some sorcerers. There, this is the other thing. They could add a tag to abilities that say this ability can crit. So if Eldritch Blast becomes a class ability, they can say in the class ability, Eldritch Blast can crit. Then you solve the problem, right? You do, but I don't like that you're adding like it almost feels like you're adding unnecessary bloat other than just saying I... spell attacks can still crit. I don't know. I think it's because then you'd have to you have to go in and start picking and choosing. Then people go, well, "Why? How come this to like? How come inflict wounds can't crit, but like firebolt can?" I well, no, and fire, I just don't like that. Can't. 
Firebolt wouldn't be able, both of those are wouldn't be able to. That's what I'm saying. Under the like, if you pick and choose, well, that's what that's say, why. No, 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 no. That's why. Again, though, remember, assuming Eldritch Blast is not a spell anymore, it's an ability. I no, I understand right? what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, if they start adding some spells that can crit, that would be a little funky. I don't know. It if would they're be like, do well, how come this to hit? Could, like, how come this spell attack can crit and this one can't? I feel like if you just keep it as spell it spell attacks can crit carte blanche it just makes things simpler i actually kind of like the ideas of spells not critting because in a weird way it kind of reinforces the fantasy of playing a spellcaster which is i'm blowing my load on all my powerful spells oh no i'm only down to my little wonky cantrips i can't hit that hard with these because they're not my big powerful thing actually kind I kind of like it well, and I'm okay with spells not being able to crit. Here's the problem. It, it reinforces the, the flavor for some casters and fucks others. Because again, Who does it warlocks fuck other are, than warlock? I would say warlocks and druids particularly. Because mm. druids have things like primal savagery mm. and shillelagh. Mm, yeah, and like worst case, well, you could Shillelagh be a wizard still, with Shillelagh could still crit because it's a because it's a weapon attack once you cast it. Because eh, you put it on your weapon, sort of. Or, but the, uh, the, the actual damage is coming from the Shillelagh because it says it turn because of Shillelagh it turns it into a D eight that's magical. Sure, but I, hypothetically that could still crit because it's a weapon attack. I mean, maybe not, but I, I would, I would think. Or what about like, uh, was it? Is it Green Flame Blade and all that? Or actually, those are those well, are Green Flame Blade attacks, couldn't so. crit before. <laughs> yeah, Green Flame Blade's flat, uh, flat damage based on your level, I think. Right, right. It's the attack thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm mixing it up with. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't think I, 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 it, it's. I think this is too complicated. I think this is just like we we just make it all attack, you know, attack rolls and saving rolls. Uh, saving saving throws, they can they can crit. Well, Roll saving twenty, auto success, all that shit. Saving throws can't and then crit. Just already, hmm? saving throws can't crit. They never could. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that's that. Just make it make life easier. Make saving throws. You roll a natural twenty, it's crit. You auto success. There you go. Well, any attack wait, rolls, wait. magic spell, whatever. No, wait. How would that work though, Matt? Because you're not rolling the die. The enemy, the target rolls the die. Well, it depends. That's what I'm saying. If if it's a player, a player has to make a saving throw. They roll nat twenty. Auto There you go. But if it's a monster, well, that's then... already how it works. Essentially, because if you roll the twenty, you probably beat the DC anyway. Yeah. So nothing well, would that, change. It depends. Again, it, it depends. Uh like I, you're not making sense, like if, chief. Okay. And <laughs> like I, I really, I don't, I just don't like, like for me, again, the Jeremy Craw like the the thing he gave were like the whole recharge ability. That's separate. Hold on. That's a separate thing. Hold on. That's a separate thing. Separate, because we're talking. We're only talking about the spell situation right now. The spell situation. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm kind of with Isaiah on this. It's not fun. It, it's just not a fun ruling to just not have the very, very limited amount of spells that can crit. Just and just rule it as. I get what you're you're talking about. Where like spells, like yeah, the cantrip shouldn't be doing a shit ton of damage. Regardless, if you crit with a cantrip, it's not going to do a lot of damage anyways. But you take what you can get. If you manage to roll uh, well, a crit it does the same on a firebolt against the ogre, you do just that as crit much... might save your ass. But it's the same. You say it doesn't do that much damage, but it's the same amount of damage as the fighter is doing with their sword. Not yeah. no, not necessarily because you're losing out on your ability modifier. Okay, so it's slightly. So it's like 
two to three less damage. And plus the fight. What if the fighter has uh, a you know, magic sword? You know? Yeah. Magic like, sword, magic like sword physical fighters fucking... get to add like, you know, the whole thing about physicals <laughs> is that your modifiers mean the world, right? Like, right, but even mm -hmm. OK, even at the highest, if you have a plus five, let's say you you have a long sword, you have a fireball. Both of them crit. Both of them roll max damage. The fighter potentially gets five more damage. That's it. That's all you need. Uh, it's a well, little it's, bit. It's, it's, it's five more per attack. Right. Well, we're saying we're only talking about a single attack, though. Right. We're only saying one hit. You know, like I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm okay <sighs> with spells not critting. I think. The, mo the monsters is where I get iffy on it. Yeah, yeah. The monsters not creating that I, I'm I not heavily do not that. like. Yeah, and again, the excuse you know they gave where it's like the recharge ability is like crit. It's like no, it's not. Uh, it's not a crit. It's, it's kinda, not guaranteed crit. I get he kind of is like he's not wrong. It it's not that he's wrong. It's just it's not. He, he just it's just a random like tidbit fact that he threw that they kind of threw out there well no it's not because if you look tidbit, at it a said... if you if you took no no wait if you look at like an adult red dragon adult red dragon i was like oh it's fire breath it's like oh it does oh it's it's like a crit right oh it's it's a it's like a crit that does 63 average damage and it's like okay that's pretty 63 big average hit. damage to a high level party is not you know it's whatever so like, pretty, and it's like, I oh, mean, it's the fact that it's a recharge, well, you can get it again. Well, That's a on. pretty oh. big hit. So real quick, real quick, Matt. Also, so the one thing I will say is it's not that like, like 62 damage might not be that much damage on a crit, but if you add their natural recharge plus a crit, yeah. when a dragon can potentially hit nine times around, yeah. you're getting with some crazy numbers there. Wait, yeah. a dragon can't hit nine times around. What the fuck? What? Well, it, it has, uh, yeah, it has legendaries, right? So if assuming it has... Three no, no, because it has talking, claw, claw just, bite. Yeah, we're just talking about the one turn. The one turn, the recharge ability. The fire breath. The one hit. Recharge. Adult red dragon. No, yes, I understand. Yes, yeah. I, I, I understand what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is that one turn, it's like, oh, it's 60 damage to every player in one turn. Plus and then, everything else they do is what I Plus say. everything else they do. And the fact that they will be able to recharge it much more now that they get it back on crits and not on a five up. Well, especially because if they no, take three what, rounds what, to what, do what, 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 did you just make up a new thing? There's, they didn't change how recharge works. What are you talking about? If they crit to recharge on top of their natural recharge. N no, that's not what they said. What are you talking? So about? they're just getting rid of the. What, what do you think I'm talking? I didn't watch the video. What do you think I'm talking about? Okay, so no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding, Isaiah. They're not saying a crit gives them their recharge back. They are saying monsters cannot crit. The recharge is their mechanical equivalent to a player's critical is what they're saying. Which, yeah, which so is not a great reason. because The recharge again, mechanic also is still roll a d6. They didn't change that. Yeah, that works as mm. thing. But also not every monster has a recharge. Not every. So right. are well, they going to go in and they add, it? add Yes, presumably right. they would be start adding. That's really, an, I'm not going to lie. That's really fucking annoying. 
That's as it does a dungeon master. Uh, if every single monster has a recharge ability. Well, no, it wouldn't be every. It would be the big boys, right? Because the whole thing is they don't want little minions to, to dick you over and kill you with a shitty crit, right? So it would only be big boy <laughs> boss type I, monsters that would get the recharges. I, honestly, I, so what would make me happy, right, is if they made cleave rules. Like if they added more tactical shit like cleave rules or pierce rules or sunder rules, right? And just let the minions crit. Cause it's like, oh, well, if each minion, if the gobos can attack twice each, but they'll, and even if they only do a D4, two D4 plus four on a level one player will fuck you up. Correct. But if they only have five HP and the barbarian does 10 damage round, he's killing two goblins with each slash, right? So it, it gives the players more options and still balances things out. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing for me is like crits are fun. So for me as a dungeon, hey, Wizards of the Coast, as an actual dungeon master that plays your game, hey, hey, they uh, play the crits game. are fun for not only for the players, but for the dungeon master. So why take away more fun right. from me right. as well? I am a player at the game as well. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. There's a couple of, okay. There's a couple of, there's a lot of plates being spit. I knew this was going to, we probably should have brought this one up sooner. I knew there was going to be a lot of plates on this one. Okay. Hold on. So agreed. Yes. Crit's fun. I agree, Matt. I I do want to be able to crit with my monsters. Uh, the idea of the recharge weapon being the critical ability is interesting. I'm not totally against it. I will say this. The 63 average damage is a lot more damage than the 15 average damage from their claw attack. So in that regard, yeah, the breath weapon is kind of a crit. It is what, five times the damage of, like, one of their physical attacks? So, you know, that is kind of crit levels of damage, especially because if they do crit on their claw, they're rolling 2d6 plus... So they're rolling 4d6 plus 8 versus 18d6. Or, sorry, they're rolling uh, 4... Yeah, versus... Yeah, no, I said that right. <laughs> versus 18d6. Um. Now, all that being said... I think the solution here is actually quite simple. Well, okay, there's two ways you could do this. You could go in two different directions. Option A, say, because we have the whole general versus specific ruling in 5e, say, all right, monsters generally cannot crit. Then in a bunch of monster stat blocks, you add an ability, this monster is able to crit. That's one way you could go about it. So, Gobbo minions, not able to crit. Goblin boss, is able to crit. That's one way you can do it. The other option, which I think it, this is probably the easier way to do it, I think, just say enemies below CR5 cannot crit. Everything else can. Or yeah, I, I, give an it, optional it, rule. You cannot crit your players until they hit level 5. You know? Or level 3. Or whatever. Okay. Just make yeah, an optional rule. Yeah. If you don't want your game to be vicious in the way, if you don't want the possibility of a goblin taking out your level one wizard, here's an optional rule. You cannot crit your players with monsters until level five. I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. You know? And Maybe then everything I, else just stay as is. A part of me wants to, to, I would prefer if it was like, you know, crits can't kill you up to a certain level oh they can only down you yeah yeah because i i prefer that because uh -huh. it's like uh -huh. if you if could do the that goblin, too 
because like yeah i don't know you could do if that you, too. if you if you if you build a particularly dickhead barbarian right if you go barbarian kalishtar and you're just resistant to everything in the kitchen sink and the gabo does crit you and the player goes ah shit um fuck i didn't think this was gonna happen i don't think i'd get this far right like and it's like well the good news is i literally can't kill you with this like uh, fucking a, a death knight couldn't walk up uh, an, an ancient dragon could clap you a football field's distance away with its tail swipe and you'll walk it off somehow <laughs> you know what i mean here i'll do you one better isaiah the uh the mechanic of auto death if you double your health and damage that doesn't turn on until level five just turn that mechanic off until a certain point that and that's when you can add like the meat grinder mode uh-huh. you know uh-huh. like they have from tomb of annihilation as well yeah you just turn it's like you oh just, yeah, yeah you just turn it off yeah. yeah although it does you make a good point there isaiah it does feel a little weird to say until the players are level five i would probably base it on the monsters so i would say monsters below like cr5 cannot kill you double your health the whole double your health thing yeah i, because, I would also want to because i, I feel wanna, like if the red dragon hits you across the football field you should just auto die if you're a level one wizard like I, yeah <laughs> you I, know like yeah yeah I, I mean i like yeah you would have to you have to yeah, i think you'd also have to specify monsters because it's like yeah oh no double health can kill me i'm just gonna jump down a ravine to get the stuck in diamond i'm gonna key fish myself good point good point good point didn't even uh, think which about would that be one just the funniest shit that's on the true planet. i did not consider um, that one <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what sucks? I can't remember that point that I wanted to bring it before, and now I'm kind of mad. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. But also, I will say this personally. I, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I think it's kind of funny when your level one wizard gets fucking dicked on by Robo the Gabo, and I think you should just let it happen and embrace the chaos. It That's adds how tension. I roll. Yeah, it, it adds drama when it's like. All right, Wizard the Goblin's going to stab you, and that's a crit. Uh, how much health do you have? Four. All right, that's uh, that's 18 damage. Even if it's even if it doesn't add drama, like even Fuck. if even if it's like a really shitty scenario, just embrace the chaos. That's part of D and D, you know. <laughs> it is, I, yeah. Right? Like it's all down to uh, the clickety clacks. Yeah. So other other quick things I wanted to bring up. Uh, they made uh, slowed a condition, not just a spell feature. Thank God. Nice. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Because I hate when things are like, you are affected this way as if by the whatever spell. Like, fuck you. No, they just did, tell me what the uh, fuck it does. They did kind of nerf grappling, though, with the whole slowed condition scenario. Uh, Why is that? Because when you are grappling someone, the grappler suffers the slowed condition. Ah. Yeah. So you that get blows. Yeah, the fuck? yeah. They nerfed grappling quite a bit. That they should stop that to grappling both. people. You fucking losers. Yeah, because people are grappling a lot, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I'm uh, sure I'm that one comes good. up all the time. Oh wait, it my, doesn't. Hold on, my multi-classing thing. Yeah, no, good. like that. That that blows. That's got to get changed. Like, make grappling more viable, please. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, there was something no, grappling, else. No fun. There was something else about the grappling change that shit on it. I don't totally uh, remember what it was though. let's see oh inspiration they've yeah. given us concrete rules for getting inspiration Fuckings. thank god yeah thank yeah. god do you guys uh, wish it was so natural good. ones instead of natural 20s though huh because i kind of i kind of feel like it should be like hey if a player's rolling bad the entire night and they're constantly getting ones then reward them with a you know inspiration be like all right man here don't worry you gotta uh, you know you'll, you'll get it next time rather than a 20 where it's just like 
nice, I got a crit. Mm. And it's like, all right, nice. Here's inspiration. I, I actually and it's do like, agree oh, nice, this. I got a crit yeah. again. Because it rewards you for failing, which that's what we always want, right? We want I mean, like failing forward. I mean, yeah. well, that's not really failing forward. Well, not, not always want, but like, uh, um, I don't know. It's been a big thing on the on the Reddit. Here's the of, thing: like, a lot of people wanting it to be on a natural one over a natural twenty. Interesting idea. Comma. I do think the way Jeremy Crawford explained it makes a lot of sense. Also, which is basically. The reason you get inspiration is because you're invigorated by your crit. You feel like, hell yeah, we can fucking do this. So you get inspiration because you just got a really good hit off. And there, er- and ergo, by getting that inspiration, your success snowballs. Which mm-hmm. I do kind of like that too. Yeah, no, I like both. I kind of like the both explanations. What if yeah. it gave I mean, you inspiration? I mean, why, why not both? both? <laughs> Is that too much inspiration? Maybe it might be. Uh, it's better than uh, no inspiration, like it is now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> like, I made inspiration rules. And my players don't even use it, but you know. I remember what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah! Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. This is gonna be a massive tonal shift. Are you you sure? I mean, do we have anything else to say around inspiration? I like the way it is. I, I like the idea. The the getting it on ones interesting. I don't know, yeah. but interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I like the way it is. I oh, think I those also natural like ones that you can happier. give it. I also like if you have it, you can be like, "Here you go, yes. Jimmy." Yes, that too. It's a good. Yeah, um, that was kind of nice. This, so this this is gonna be this is a hot take. Okay. Mm. Nothing makes me more fucking mad mm-hmm. than when the GM is like, "Those resurrection spells you have, not allowed to use them." Right. Like, because I remember, I remember that was like that, you know, like. This is kind of an in, an inverse thing to the Vasselheim situation, uh, uh, where it's like, uh, like wait, arcane what? spells, those are the shit. Ar- uh, sorry, uh, divine spells, those are the shit. Arcane spells, no, no, not uh-huh. in my house. Uh-huh. I'm the exact opposite. Uh-huh. I've had uh, several, several times, and this is not a call out, Josh. This is several jams have been like, guard sees you resurrecting an ally, you're gonna go to jail for that. It's like, c- come on, man, like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't 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 punish me for wanting to help a homie out. I this is that's horse shit. That's some happy horse shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait, uh, what? I don't know. Uh, what, I'm kind of confused on the context. Yeah, where, where are you going like, with this? No, that's yeah. it. That's the whole statement. That's all I wanted to talk about. Don't punish people for having resurrection spells. The gods gave them those spells for a reason. What <laughs> the fuck does any of that have to do with what we were what talking about? What part of massive tonal shift did you not hear? <laughs> what even made you think well, I about tonal that? shift and it was you somewhat re- relevant? Wow. <laughs> wow. I brought that up a half uh, hour ago. Yeah. My I, I literally said when you brought it up, I have a thing I wanted to talk about, but I don't want to like massive tonal shift while we're talking about the new rules. Okay. Anyway. Um, sure. I guess. Look, I'm the host. I get to make tonal shifts if I want. I fucking yes, I'm guess. the host. True, true, true. We basically have one thing left to talk about. Okay. Auto success and auto failures. Yes. God damn you, wizards. I cannot make a decision on this. I can't either. I I don't know. Uh, I don't one know. day, I'm super on board. I wake up the next day. Fuck, that's dumb as hell. I wake up the next day. No, no, wait, it's cool again. I wake up again. No, it's fucking stupid again. I cannot decide. So... So as someone who who used the I used this the auto rule in my last campaign uh-huh, and uh-huh. now I switched it to the actual official rules uh-huh, uh-huh. where it's like attack rules and you know 
saving throws or crits, but like ability checks don't crit or something. I, I don't know what but I switched back for just the official saving game. rule is the yeah. only time crits or fumbles matter is on attacks. That's the official rule. Right. I That's think we're it. doing we're doing with that, except I, I did the death save house rule where if you roll a crit, you get up. That's, that's not house. Um, that's not that's a house rule. Oh, that is an official rule. I keep forgetting that's rule. an official rule. I, fuck, I keep thinking it's a house rule. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, uh, I switched back to it, and I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of like the normal rules. I get that they're like, well, if you don't want the, the player to do something impossible, just make the DC 30. And it's like, or I can just tell the player no. How about that? I mean, that is you know, essentially like, telling the player no and making the DC over 30 are essentially no, the no, same because thing. No, 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 because telling the, the player that the DC is 30 leaves the player going, so there's still a chance when I want them to go. Well, no, you don't no. actually tell them that. You say in your head the DC's 35, and then you verbally tell them no. You don't say the DC. Why well, bother uh, making hey, a well, DC you can, in your head? Just say well, no. Just fucking. Well, my, yeah. point is like, there, why bother? my point is it's six one, half a dozen the other. It's essentially the same thing. It, yes. That's well, all I'm saying. So, I, I see it this way, and I, I, this is, I have used this in my games. Um, you basically say, okay, well, the realistic DC would be like 40 something, which is impossible to roll. So this is impossible. I'm sorry. Right. Yes. Like, yeah, you, you sort of think about it for a second. You consider how stupid it is and say, no, you may or may not come up yeah, with, but a coming up with a number. I feel like coming up with a num numbers is kind of pointless. No, no, no I'm not saying you, you just say no, no, it's no, Matt, 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 Matt. I'm not saying you literally come up with a number. I'm saying you just contemplate it for a second. And then if you were to sit down and put a number down, the number would be too high anyway. I'm not saying you actually contemplate a number. You just tell them no. Oh, no, no, why are you I, throwing I'm out like 40s and shit? Like, what the fuck? Because uh, that's how Isaiah does it. That's what I'm saying. You could <laughs> contemplate the number if you wish. Well, it, so the only reason why I say like uh, I bring that up is because I believe it says it here somewhere where it says, yeah, it does no greater than 30. Yes. So the game literally says if the DC is higher than 30, it is impossible according yes. to these new rules. So you can tell someone, well, this would be DC 35, which means no, it's impossible. And it actually gives you a, a, a like a sin a context. I'm saying syntax, yes. a context for bringing up those super high DCs to explain to people like, or you could just be like Matt and say no. Yeah, you you just you, you basically say this DC would be above thirty, which means it's impossible. Yes. Both so work. that way, you, it's simpler than what I do. You don't have to tell them the exact number; just say it's above thirty, therefore impossible. Yeah. Um, and the way I do crits is crits are two successes, so it's you know. So yeah, it. so that's the other thing I was about to say is, rather than saying a crit is a guaranteed success. What I what I prefer, because I tried to think about because I've played a lot of other games that do have crits on like, uh, quote unquote, ability checks. For example, Blades in the Dark has crits in Blades in the Dark. If you crit your effectiveness of what you are doing goes up by one stage. Now, that in the context of D&D &D doesn't fucking mean anything, but in Blades in the Dark, it's kind of like uh, to translate it from Blades to D&D. &D, it kind of be like if you got a crit, you slapped another five on top of your already existing modifier. You're like increasing your effectiveness of what you're doing. So I was trying to think, I was like, how would I do it in D&D? &D? I think the thing I would want is a crit should not guarantee auto success. What a crit should do is give you something extra on top of the success you are likely already getting. Because if you have a plus seven and you crit and you rolled a 27, you are probably already succeeding. So the crit doesn't even feel that fun anyway. So instead, 
what a crit should do in my mind is give you something additional. So for example, just to throw it out there, a weird hypothetical, uh, and this would require DM adjudication, but you know, uh, the barbarian kicks the door open. He gets a crit, destroys the DC. Rather than just kicking the door open, he kicks the door open. It flies off the hinges across the room and crushes the goblin on the other side. The additional thing is you kill the goblin, right? That's how I think crit should work, personally. Um, and the funny thing is, in this playtest document, they kind of do that already because a crit gives you inspiration. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... I think I don't like the auto-success and auto-fail route. I think I dislike that. I think that is the that is the side I draw, draw on. Also, yeah. Quick question, but ability like reliable talent, if you roll a one, does reliable talent still kick in? The rogue's reliable talent? Right? Uh, yeah, I think it does. I, I think it's like the halfling luck. It just overwrites it. Well, because reliable talent says if you roll less than a nine, if you roll eight, sorry, it says if you roll a nine or lower, treat it as a ten. But the wording of auto failure the word auto makes me think that overrides everything, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, mm, I don't, I, I don't think it does. Cause that would make, so that would, cause that would basically mean halfling luck doesn't do anything. Cause if one is an auto failure and halfling luck says you can rewrite, reroll runs, then mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it I sort see. of contradicts itself. You know, did halfling w- luck get reworded though? I don't think it did. Hold on. I'm about to go check right now. This is... Uh... 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 Elves. Where the fuck are the halflings? A... What? A... B... C... Am I retarded? Yes. Earth. Elf. Gnomes. There they are. Um, I am retarded. Okay, halfling luck. When you roll a one on a D on on the D twenty of a D twenty test, you can re-roll the die and you must use the new roll. Okay, yeah, okay. Alright. Yeah, good point. Alright. Uh, okay. So reliable talent probably works still works. Because that was one thing I was like, don't nerf reliable talent. <laughs> um but yeah, so yeah, I think the auto success thing, I'm on team not a fan the end of the day but i think that's where i fall i think the crit should give you something extra like the inspiration it gives but i don't i'm not crazy about the auto success thing you know i yeah i'm pretty sure i agree uh, yeah because I, I like i said i've also gone sort of back and forth on it but yeah, yeah. i think i agree for the most part yeah yeah all right also just looked at my my own house rules and it actually it's I have it only on attack rolls and then the death saving throw rule, and that's it. Again. Not on ability checks or saving throws. Again, so I was neither of those are house rules. <laughs> yep. Those are both the rules, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt's like, yeah, yeah, my house rules are the official rules. Yeah, dude. That's how Matt house rules. He those just the uses the official rules. Yeah, the, yeah, the best rules. house yeah. rules. The official rules. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. All right. I guess it's about time we wrap up. So oh, uh, I guess just a yay or nay on the terminology of D20 test. Oh, I like it. 
I think I, like I do too. I think the okay. word, the the I think the name needs a little word. D twenty test sounds funky, but I like what they're doing with it because it, it adds a lot of a bit like you can use inspiration on death saves theoretically. It, it, yes. it, yeah, it helps things get cleaned up in a lot of ways. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's Matt, that's been us. Wait, Matt, Matt, Matt didn't give a year and a half. Oh, that's right. He I said Matt. I'm so tired. You're Matt on it. I said Matt. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Any just before we we do wrap up, any particular reason why Matt? Uh, yeah, because I'm not really again. I don't, I'm not really a fan of the the depth, like the the word of the test rule because it's a test at the end of the day. It's not like official ruling. Maybe they'll use it for something later. I don't know. Oh, you mean you just don't well, like the word D20 test? D20 test, yeah. D20 ruling. I'm not a fan of the. I'm not a hundred percent a fan of the ruling in general. So I mean, I, I, I think we'll it cleans up the writing so much. Because you don't need to specify attack ability. Uh, what is it? Attack roll, saving throw, and ability check every single time. Yeah. But, uh, fine. Agios. Okay. For real seats this time. Uh, that's been us. Actually, uh, no. I'm what, kill you. what a chungus episode this has been. It's very long, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I, I feel like I knew this was going to happen. There's no way not to. I mean, there's still, still some shit like we didn't even talk about, like, unarmed strike got adjusted. It did, yeah. Long rest got adjusted. By the way, they didn't get rid of short rest, everybody. Calm your fucking tits. Oh, I did actually want to talk about that, yeah. They didn't remove it. They talk about it in several places. It's still in the game. Okay. Now, for real is easy. And if anyone says anything else, I'm just going to cut you off. That's been us. Uh, Feel free to follow us on the socials and the YouTubes and the the Bird app and anywhere you you find podcasts. Uh, All right. That was better than Matt's attempt at doing the closeout. I don't think it was. I I, I don't think it was. I'm going to be real. Um, (laughs) Give us a rating on your podcast platform. By yeah, the way, yeah. give us choice. a rating, give us a like, give us a subscribe, ring the notification bell. All right, all right, if you're uh, on the too YouTubes. many things, too many things. Either. No, 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 it's too late. Too long of a list. It's too late. Uh, small brains, uh, small brains. No, 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 it's too late. Pee pee small. Don't say small brains about our fucking audience. No, 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 no. We are small brains conveying small brain information. So a smaller list, you know. Oh, okay. That is not how I received it. No, that's not how I that right, <laughs> cut that last part out. No, cut nothing. <laughs> cut nothing. Oh my god. All right. That's it, y'all. We're done. Um, I gotta go to bed because it's late. Now we're done. Don't let Rob one the DD's God. nuts. Oh my God, man. Huh? All right, I just got him. No, bye, y'all. bye. <laughs>